The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. So in love with my life story at the moment. Not my the band, not the actual. So pompous. The sound. That's a real. That's a real orchestra as well. That's a real orchestra. It's only a synth crap. 
It's a real orchestra. Jake Schillingford, my life story band you probably haven't heard of, going to be in the studio, I think it's next Tuesday, did we say? Did mm. we say in the end? Next week anyway, coming in for the first hour. I'm thrilled. Been listening to a lot of their stuff. And it is great stuff, man. Absolutely fantastic. You can get the albums for it, like quids. Get the albums for quids. Um, online, obviously. You can go to the online retailers. That's where the place to get them for, for quids. Uh, so that's cool. He's coming in. We've got uh, Jim Bob from, uh, from Carter coming in. Um, that's it, I think. That's it for guests. Oh, here we go. Glenn's on the line. Let's get this. Show. Let's get this party. So I'm, I'm coming up. Um, and, and what that means is she's not going up the stairs. She's um, taking a tablet. Uh, so ignore that. I'm coming up the stairs. Let's get the party started. What kind of party's upstairs? Um, oh. Yeah, exactly, and that's why she needed a tablet. Good evening, Glenn! Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Kath. It's <laughs> lovely to hear your voices this evening. Thanks, Glenn. He, and it, do you know what? He's right. Yeah, yeah he, it's true. He's right. He's right. What could we... Um, oh, before we go, before we go, just, just before we go any further... And now you can't even play Conkers in England. Can we start a petition in, in on a bros, please? Can we start... An can I do How what? ridiculous it is that you've got... You can't play Conkers, and if you do, you've got to wear goggles. That is the biggest problem. Can't play Conkers in England. I can, I can live with it. Yeah, yeah, and finally... Aren't your balls normally held back by your willy? Let's start the show, Glenn. <laughs> Glenn. Good evening. Um, I'm not really sure um, and exactly why I called. Uh, this will be nine years this year. I've been listening to you in various places. It's what? How long um, this year? Nine years this year. Jeez, wowzers, man. You must be tired and probably quite bored. Get a life, dude. What's, <laughs> what's your problem, Glenn? Speaking of which, um, I'm getting married tomorrow. And, uh, hey! 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 Just, just to, to, to future Mrs. Glenn, he told us he was getting married as the answer to the question... What's your problem, Glenn? Oh, Wowzers, man! Um, the night before your wedding, I, I remember it well. Obviously, it was tonight. But the night before my wedding, I remember very well. Because you kind of feel... You feel a bit useless. You know, yeah, it's a I bit... lonely. Yeah, of I'm course so... you do. You're, not, you're, you're doing the traditional thing. You're not seeing your missus until tomorrow. Yeah, I'm on my own. And over the nine years, whenever I felt lonely, I phoned you. And so it, it just hey. seemed appropriate, you know. Are you in a hotel? Uh, no, I'm in my flat. She's in a nice, nice hotel oh, uh, where I will be tomorrow. Yes, so, uh, mate, get in there. Me, me and Red Dead Redemption Two tonight. Okay, well, play that. Watch a little porno. Watch a little che- cheeky bluey. Go <laughs> before guess... you throw them all in the bin. No, as if people it, have hard copies anymore. Ex- exactly. So to speak. Watch, watch a little bluey. Do what you need to do so that you're ready for tomorrow. You know yeah. what I'm saying, Glennington. Yeah. Tomorrow, tomorrow, it probably won't happen. Why? Well, speaking for speaking, having okay. Here's tonight's phone in, and we were going to do the phone in. Should 97 year olds be allowed to drive? And then I really realised the answer is shouldn't actually be based on age. It should be based on skill. And of course, your reflexes and your eyesight can degenerate the older you get. But being 97 doesn't necessarily mean that your reflexes and your speed and your timing isn't up to that uh, which is required for safe driving. So the answer is. Age is kind of irrelevant, although it's a small factor. It should actually be based on your abilities. So that phone-in's Great. done. So tonight's phone-in is, did you have sex on your wedding night? Let's take a straw poll. Um, the, my, the, my answer is yes. Catherine? I think so. Hey. This is a problem when you drink. 
It's a problem when you uh, see the problem. This is the thing. Like, I'll, I'll be drunk this time tomorrow night. I don't anticipate I, I will I will have sex, so it just seems like a... Okay. It, it seems like I'm going to be knackered. Yeah. I'm a teacher. I'm already knackered. You oh, know. Three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Did you do it on your wedding night? Give us a call. I'm share. glad I could have helped. Give us a call, mm-hmm. Cher. She's listening. Um, OK, so, so you're lonely. You're playing a bit of Red Dead Redemption, which is a very boring video game. You should be playing PUBG. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> So, 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 so what? So what? What are you showing off for? There are lonely people out there. You just called up to rub their noses in it? No. No, I just came, called to hear your, your, your lovely voice. Um, and, uh, how are you feeling? On, right, on a serious note, how are you feeling? You're nervous? You're excited? You, 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 you're feeling nothing? Which is perfectly uh, legitimate the night before a wedding? There is a bit of numbness. I, I think I am excited. I'm a bit anxious, but um, I, I, people keep telling me just to savour every moment and appreciate yeah. it. I don't really know how to do that. You know I can I tell you how to do it. Genuinely, I can tell you how to do it. Um, it's uh, and that is the be- that's the only advice I've, I can ever give. To, I've ever given to anyone about a wedding day is, um, you know, one minute you're getting up and you're doing your tie, and the next minute it's you're sat at the table going, "My God, how do we get here?" And then the next minute you're in the the, the bedroom, and that's it. It goes like that. Wow. It goes like that. Um, and so all you can really keep doing and is just kind of just keep looking at your watch. And just taking a note of the time and going, right, it's 9.25. And really trying to slow time down and just holding the hand of your partner and just keep going to, this is this is happening, this is happening now. Just try and savour the moment, because it'll go. Here's my advice. That. Yeah. Try and find a moment where it's just you two at some point. It's really difficult. That's almost impossible. Uh, and also... You've got to keep moving, right? Because everyone yeah. wants a piece of you. Everyone will want a piece of you. And if you get stuck talking to someone for more than 10 minutes, you're there oh, for yeah. the rest of the night. There will be people you will not speak to. Don't be, yeah, don't mm. feel bad if you don't speak to anyone. Speak yeah, to, to okay. people. Because actually, if you go to a wedding, do you expect to get a long conversation with the bride and groom? No, you're just they there to care. see it. You're they just there care. to see them. Right? So if someone doesn't speak to me at a wedding, I don't care. I this felt terribly there. guilty the day yeah, after don't, that don't I had caught up with people. Have you got an official photographer? We do, yeah. Yeah, um, sack him off. No, it's a con. It's a con. It's, a, it's honestly, it's a con. What we we paying two grand, fifteen hundred quid? Oh, I don't know. Uh, something over Yeah, it's I, a, I can't keep track of it anymore. Yeah, it, no, it's, it's a con. Well, no, it's okay. You've done it, and and I've ne- I've looked at my wedding photos once, and that was with tears and remorse when when my wedding collapsed. But my marriage collapsed. Oh. But um, you'll get better photos from your friends. But. Here's another thing I would say, because I missed a load of the party because the photographer was dragging us around for lots of staged photos when we said we don't want want staged photos. Okay, okay, but we're just going to take you to the other side of the hotel and we're just going to get... And I missed... I missed... Here's the thing, right? We had... Now, I think we had a harp... It was either a... I think we had a harpist, right? Okay. Never heard the harpist once? It was either harpist or a little quartet. I can't remember. Uh Um, And they're not cheap. No, it was it was it was pricey, and we I did not hear a single note they played because the photographer dragged us off to the other side of the hotel yeah, complex. We got hectored by the photographer as well. We'd agreed all kinds of things, and he just completely did his own thing on the day. Just try not to be herded. Yeah, it's your day, man. Enjoy it. Tell you just keep um, giggling and laughing with your your. your be- I'm assuming you're marrying your best friend, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's, That's what it's all about. You're spending the day with your best friend, hold her hand, tell her you love her, laugh a lot at how ridiculous it is, admire how beautiful she looks and how smart you lock look. Uh, look at the... Get a little... I don't know which parents are going to be there. I don't know your parents' situation, but just, just keep a little glimpse over there and watch little tears in the eyes of the mums and the yeah. dads. The pride in the eyes of the parents is always a great one. Savour every morsel of the food. Make it last as long as you can, because it 
and fly oh, by. And try not to worry about your speech because you're the one whose side everyone's on. Yeah, I'm the most nervous about that part. Yeah, everyone is. Do you know what? And it's and and don't they're matter. all on your side. You yeah. can't do wrong. Don't matter. Just don't don't open with any Pakistani jokes. I, and that is speaking from experience. Trust oh me, God. that is speaking from experience. That was a that was a tough gig. Uh, I went in there. Um, but yeah, oh, congratulations, man. You, you, you're about to embark on. Well, what I personally consider, out of my life experiences, the second most exciting adventure. The first most exciting adventure for me was having kids. But the, the yeah. wedding day is, is the wedding day is a thrill, it's and, and uh, the, the, you know, the being newlyweds and being married is a gas, man. Enjoy it. Yeah, thank you so much, both, and I'll maybe call you down the line and let you know how it went. Can't yeah, wait. Yeah, definitely, man. You let, give us a call whenever and just let us know how it went. And um, tomorrow, at some point, I will forget about this, Glenn. And then tomorrow, at some yeah. point, I'll be with my kids. I'll go, oh. That, that fella from last night is probably doing this now, and I'll, I will, will raise an imaginary glass to you tomorrow, Glenn. Me too. Great. Thank you very much, and uh, have a great evening, folks. Cheers, hey, mate. Touch you, love, Touch you There we go. That's fun, isn't it? The night before your marriage. The night before you get married. I didn't sleep. We had... Um, I was staying at my mum and dad's, and I had, we had friends over from Spain, so everyone came over to my mum and dad's house, and we had all the family up from Manchester. And we all sat in the garden. You're from Manchester? Yeah. You don't mention it bit. much. Um, and we all sat in the garden... It was a summer. It was the hot summer of two thousand and six, and then when everyone finally went, I went up to my old bedroom and I was in there and I just I lay awake for most of the night because I just couldn't believe it was all happening. Yeah, yeah, crazy, crazy times. Nuts, isn't it? It's nuts. Oh three, here we go. Start to the show. We started the show with Glenn. What a great call. Beat that. It'd be hard to, but it doesn't mean you can't try. If you don't try, you might not like it. So try it. Have a go. Try and experience new 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 flavours, new sensations. That's all we're saying. By the way, today is a great day because we have a brand new issue of Chat It's Fate. Yes, yes we do. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We've got a couple of Saturdays that we're doing. Locked in the diary. But one is in February and one is in March because we had to take the two nights off of Brexit because uh, I want to get paid. So we're doing a couple of Saturdays. Uh, are we, the, the, pla- the, the, the dream is to do Saturdays, but me and Kath alternate them. So I do one, like a solo mission, and then Kath does one. You know what you know, alternate means, guys? Yeah, you got that. That's the plan, and that's what we're talking to our boss about, but the talk seems to have kind of come to nothing and money, money and stuff. But that would be nice. That would be handy financially and it would be great artistically be nice to do i'd like to listen to your show catherine i'd like to listen to yours. yeah no without but having to roll my eyes and stuff <laughs> you still be rolling your eyes mm-hmm. um but i know i would i'd like i'd love to listen to you do do a show uh, this is what this is what we're aiming for this is the this is the plan guys um so yeah oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number here's the thing I couldn't give a stuff about Prince Philip, generally. Certainly, so the story is, old man is okay, old man is okay. That's the story. Old man is okay. And it's like, I mean, everyone's done the phone-in. Well, should 97-year-old people be allowed to drive? No, of course they shouldn't. As I've said before, and I'm not saying this to be controversial, you, you know I mean it, Catherine, 67 and over, you should have your licences taken off you. It just, it just seems obvious to me. At the age of 67, thanks very much. You've had a great time. 
Here's a bus pass. We'll have your car keys. Thanks oh, a lot. So you're thinking bus pass for car keys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. You, 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 you should, 67. You just give reflexes. Here, right. I'm, I'm going to be 46 this year. My reflexes this year compared to when I was 20, compared to last year, are infinitely slower. Look, I'm going to try and grab that pen. Okay, time me how long it takes to grab that pen. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six seconds. Six. A year ago, I did that in four seconds, and we know we've got it on video somewhere. When I was 20, I did it in a second. Oh, no, I think you were probably slower in your 20s. Shut up, man. Oh, token. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. No, I was, I was, I was, but I was, but I did it better. No, but at 67, you should lose your license. That seems obvious to me. It's a fact, right? But the story is, old man is okay. That's the story. Um, did he, would, when he got out, did he, A, did he climb out? But by, by the way, if you've they not seen. So, so what, the police pulled off Prince Philip? No, uh, I think a, a, a passerby pulled him out. You've got to say pulled him off, otherwise the joke doesn't work, Why? Catherine. It doesn't sound because no one. You make it sound like they were like interfering with him, and that's that's the joke that they masturbated that... Prince Philip. Gosh, but that's a hero. Oh, he's a, he was a great in the he was great in the war. Commanded a ship. No, I meant the person who pulled him out. Doesn't work when you do that. But but what? But you know the story should be. The story should be. By the way, if you've not seen the Daily Mail's cartoon representation of what happened. Man, go and look at the picture of Prince Philip after the crash. There's a drawing of Prince Philip. And he's basically got, as you said, the Eric Morecambe glasses to his side. Yeah, you know, like when Eric Morecambe had been in a compromising situation a and picture, he man. would show it through the medium of wonky glasses. It's <laughs> a funny picture. But the story, surely the story is, it, from what I've heard, the King of England's incompetence puts the life of a baby at risk. Because that's the story. It was his fault, Right. And there was a nine-month-old baby in the car, who luckily was uninjured, but both the, both the passengers, I don't know if they were the parents, both the passengers, I think it was two women, um, you can tell how much research I've done for this, both the passengers were injured. One broke a wrist, I think, and one may have broken a rib. Gosh. So that means it was a hit, they hit a land rover and knocked it onto its side. So surely the story is not, old man is fine, the story should be, the King of England puts the life of a baby at risk. That should be. That's the story, isn't it? Incompetent king almost kills baby. That's. I, that, that, I'm being slightly. Sen- I'm being significantly sensationalist, of course. But but that's the story, isn't it? Everyone's well, like, oh, poor, poor, poor Prince Philip. The, the other thing I'm reading is that that's an accident black spot on that particular stretch of road. So obviously, what's going on there? Well, and also here's the thing. You see, they've now lowered the speed limit there. Oh, have they? As of today. Interesting. From 60 to 50, because of Prince Philip. I mean, oh, geez. 60 to 50 isn't enough. All right. All right, listen. Is it? I don't know. I if don't you, know the area. If I've you want to make there. a difference. Um, but I just, honestly, I couldn't, uh, now I'm talking about it on my radio show, our radio show, I couldn't care less. Couldn't care less. Here's my thing, though, and I don't say, this isn't me, I'm not saying this to be macabre or shocking, okay? Shock, shock jockery is gone. That would be a huge shock for a 97-year-old man. Traumatic. Yeah. In a Land Rover. And, and, and they must have, you know, it must have been some wallop to knock a Land Rover on its side. They pulled him out through the sunroof. Right, OK. OK. Again, you, you ruined the joke. Um, people can die from shock. People can die. People, people a lot younger than that, a lot less racist than that, can die from shock. And I just wonder, you know, just wonder. I just wonder, you know, what 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 the, what the after effects might be. 
also wonder if it's karma for Diana. But just don't, you whoa, know... Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, that, well, that family has not been lucky when it comes to car accidents. That's what I'm saying. Mm. That family has not been lucky when it comes to car accidents. And yet he seemed to, you know, he seemed to be, be OK as a result of it. And I just wonder... Well, the serious point is that that family does seem to have a lot of bad luck with car accidents. And will there be some after effects for a 97-year-old man? Well, it would appear it means new car for him. I saw in the sun today. <laughs> Day after, he's not even got to take it to Quick Fit, see if they can, or, or they, um, chips away to see if they, they can bang the size out. I know it's incredible, isn't it? Maybe insurance my, came through straight away. Well, my insurance that, that that's like three months. Yeah, yeah I mean, in in anyone else's household, it would be we need to talk to Grandad about his car keys now. Yeah. Instead, just buy him another one; it'd be fine. Speaking of Grandads and car keys, let's go to George. Oh, lovely, L- lovely. How are you both this evening? Um, this evening, I'm all right. I'm glad it's the weekend. I'm gonna, I've got the kids this weekend. We've got a birthday party Sunday. Lovely. I'm living. I'm fine. I'm good. I'm in good health. My house is decorated. Nigel has finished decorating, and I get to dust and clean the, the rooms tomorrow, and then put everything back and, and settle into my house. Spend some time <laughs> with my cats. Have some great food. We're going to go for some sushi tomorrow night because it's my youngest favourite food, and it's his birthday. So I'm great. How yeah. are you? How are you, Catherine? I had a chicken burger for tea. Yeah, it's fine. That's the end of my story. How are you, George? That's the question. Um, I'm, I'm quite buzzing. But, uh, I is think the 60, drought over? I think 66 is better than 67. I just oh, okay. like the sound of 66. Yeah. And, and it shouldn't be you lose your licence. Yes. You, you should have an, uh, another a test no, at that age. No, just take it away. No life is worth the risk. No, it, it's... <laughs> There's no such thing as an accident anyway. Everything is fate. Well, if we have less people... By the way, here's my prediction. In 30 years, driving's going to be banned. But if if, if you take away the number of drivers on the road, and if you particularly take away the the number that are elderly, and 67 is elderly, um, with lower... The synapses don't work as well, then you're going to save lives. It's obvious. Your predictions haven't been very good this year. Name one prediction I made. You made a prediction... This of, year? Uh, yes, not this year, last year. You said this year? Yeah, but it, it, your okay. prediction was for last year, and and, you said this it, year. and it went down. Well, what was it? it? It was about how his wife's father, he was going to be dead by Christmas, you who, said. Who? <laughs> Harry's wife's... Prince, Prince Harry's wife's father. Yeah, yeah, he's dead. You, you oh, he's were, dead. He's dead. Oh, yeah, oh, God, yeah, yeah. You don't know about it because they don't want you to know about it. Very funny. He died. Very funny. Um, I love the way you just run along with an idea and don't shut it down. It's so, it makes it so much fun to do these improvisational little bits. <laughs> but uh, did you say you were going to be talking about fate? Uh, we got we got a magazine called Chat It's Fate. Which, um, Catherine, could you sum up this? I, I, my Christmas present to Catherine was a, it was a year's subscription, it may have been six months actually, to chat its fate. Yeah, it's 62 pages of bullshine. You'd Is love it? it, George. Sorry? You'd probably like it. I would like it, why? Oh, jeez, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to spark a spontaneous conversation. Stop shutting me down! What, <laughs> what would you like to say? Um, I would like to tell you why I'm buzzing. I, 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 I sent you a, an email. I think I sent you two emails. To... Uh, unfortunately, Catherine, I only signed up for six months. <laughs> what? Sorry. Otherwise, it well, was twenty. Otherwise, hey, it was twenty quid. This was nine pounds forty-nine. But, but 
cool idea because it, my birthday's in August. You can sign me up for another six months. <laughs> this, is, this was about another talk back. Uh, Radio program. Oh, you were going to phone up. You sent me an email telling me you were going to phone up another radio pl- program. Good to know. <laughs> no, it's, it's talk, talk back on. Uh, talk, talk back. On BBC Radio Pasta. Yeah. yeah. And la- last night I, I tried to get on that. Yeah, I know. Uh, you sent me an email saying you were going to try and get on another radio station. No, I was. I, yes, I, that's what you did. That's what the email was. No, the email was, was was the email that I sent to the presenter of okay, the right. talkback programme on BBC Radio Arster. Okay. Which I tried to get on on, on uh, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday, Thursday. And, and they didn't let me on. Uh, Here's what on. you need to do. You need to phone up with a different accent and a different name and from, no. a, different, from a different number, because they've got your number stored and they, they've got a big sign by it saying, don't yeah, put but this I've got, a, I've got quite a history with BBC Radio. Yeah, I think that's why they're not letting you on. Yeah, but I'm saying, in, in the old days when they had decent presenters on the station, I, I, I was a guest on the station about it, ten times. Here, here's, a, here's a top tip. Yeah. If you want to get on there, don't slag the presenters off. Yes, well, I wasn't slagging the presenter off at all. Well, I'm by saying when they had decent presenters, you kind of... In, I would infer from that that you meant that they don't anymore. Well, on, on this particular programme, the, the, the presenter's a guy called William Crawley, uh, ex-priest. I think he's been presenting there for some years yeah. now. And uh, William Crawley, ex-priest. <laughs> How can I help you, ma'am? Anyway, I sent him th- th- this email that I sent you a copy of. Yes, ma'am. And I'm so chuffed that I didn't get on because oh. because uh, it, it's uh, ask, being able to ask the question why wasn't Rainbow George allowed to speak on 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 the talkback program? I think is going to get infinitely more coverage than I would have got if I had spoken. So I give I was... my last dime for coverage. That's a great song. We might play that later. David Crosby. I give my last dime for coverage. What but did you, you think will of the email? George, me. you know not everyone gets on radio shows that rings up, don't you? No. Yeah, not true. A, they choose. Listen, I've been calling radio stations for 35 years now. Don't tell me about radio stations. Okay. I've been producing radio shows for 18 years, well, and I know when we fob years. people off. Sorry? I said, and I know when we fob people off. I also know how to get on the wrong side of a producer, and you're doing it. I'm doing it. Well, uh-huh. Again, a question for you. Like the other night Go when I was lo- looking to give give away a, a, a song lyric to Narina, it was as though I, I, I'm trying to make a gift and you're trying to make out that I'm looking for something. What, 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 what sort of... I, I just don't understand your response at all, Kat. My response? Yes, your response. OK, well, you're getting quite um, angry. I think you need to no, just chill out a bit. Um, my response is this... Whenever you ring us up, you have expectations oh of that somehow you're going to get um, news coverage through your conversations with us, and you seem disappointed that you don't, and you kind we're, of take it out on us. There you go. No, no, that's not true at all. Where, where, where was I trying to get news coverage? And you were trying, phoning Radio Ulster? I, I was trying to give away... You said a, coverage. Sorry? So you were talking just then about trying to get coverage through phoning, phoning Radio Ulster. To talk... <laughs> In Northern Ireland, I've been involved on the fringe of the political arena there. I've made history in Northern Ireland in elections. And, and you think I would be allowed to speak on, 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 on a lunchtime uh, phone-in programme? No, one, no one's entitled or assured of that. 
I'm not talking about entitled and assured, but you, you would think if, if, if I bothered you know, to... Re- you you would think. Well, I think anyone with any sense would think. Well, I, I disagree. Yeah, well, you haven't got any sense then, have you? Well, that's a bit rude. No, well, <laughs> I made my... Ad hominem attacks. Sorry? Ad hominem attacks. Can I just interrupt for a second? I, I wish I were at home listening to this, because this is the best bit of radio I've heard in years. And continue. This could be Rainbow George's last call to this show. Yeah, well, it's... Let's go back in history a bit. How did I get on your show in the first place? You rang us up. No, I didn't. Ian rang me up, and I didn't even know I was speaking on the radio. And and that was the beginning of our relationship, was it not, Ian? On on this station. Yes. Yes. So you you invited me onto your programme. You made me a, a caller. You then were interested enough to to say that you wanted to make some podcasts with me and 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 uh, and you've gone off that whole idea but maybe, but, but maybe that, it's the attitude yeah what happened when we came to record with you george if you want to go there there you go this is so uncomfortable what do you mean what happened when you you were dissatisfied with what we did oh dear how was i dissatisfied you told us that you were disappointed you used those words disappointed with myself not with you just thought that i could I, I could have done better. <laughs> wasn't disappointed with you. And then when we came to your event, how did you feel about that? I was really happy to see you there. But then you were disappointed with the event. With the event itself, yes. I, the, the event was, wasn't what I'd hoped it would be. I, I, I get... Uh, uh, do you know the book of Heroic Failures? Do you, know, do you know that book? I'm guessing what it might be about. Do you know it, Ian? Uh, no... No? No. It was written by, I can't even remember who wrote it now. Can you not look, look at that book of heroic failures? It was a friend of Peter I, Cook's. I can't, I, I can't unfurl my fingers because I'm so uncomfortable. Are you? No, it was a friend of Peter Cook's. It was a very, very good-selling book. And Peter, Peter said to him, you should write a whole book about Rainbow Georgia and heroic failures. But t- today, I think it's my, my biggest win, my biggest success was being rejected uh, from f- f- sp- speaking on talk radio in Northern Ireland. And, and, and uh, I, yeah, I, I just feel it was the greatest rejection I've ever had. <laughs> and that's why I'm feeling buzzy. But anyway... <laughs> Um, I did ask you to return tapes you took from you, you took from me to do something with it that you're not going to do anything with, and I, I would like to do something with those tapes. So can, can you can you possibly get them back to me? Ian? I, I, like, like I said, George, my house has just been decorated. Everything is in boxes in the garage. I will try and find them um, at some point towards the end of next week. Thank you. I, I, I appreciate that. Here's the thing, that. here's the thing, right? I'm, here's the thing, right? I'm being made to... F- I'm allowing myself to feel uncomfortable on my own radio show. So th- let's just stop this, because now my, f- I'm, my face is blushing. Um, I think you've been disrespectful to, to my producer and to, to my best friend. Um, and, and, and I guess here's the thing. The reason you don't get on other radio shows is the two, twofold, I would suggest. 
One, because you speak the same old bollocks about World of Wonders. And, and once, once you've heard it once, that's fine. But then to keep going on about it, that a lot of other radio shows are going, ah, we don't want to hear You're that again. You're supposed to be the alternative. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Just... There's no alternative to you keep doing the same old spiel every single time. And the second point is your attitude, man. Come what? on. We have what? bent over backwards to try and accommodate you. The reason we didn't do the podcast? Because of your attitude, man. We thought, what why attitude? should... This attitude. We thought, why should... Should we put all of this work in for someone who kind of looks down their nose at us and when we don't do something the way he wants, gets arsy? What was wrong with, how, with what happened with Narina the other day? What was wrong? You came on, you came on to my show, mine and Catherine's show. You kept you entered waiting for nearly an tough, hour. Tough, hanging, tough, hanging, tough, tough luck. Who cares? Who cares? Some people wait an hour and a half. Some people wait two hours. Who cares how long you waited? I'm just, I'm just saying tough. as it was. Ian. Tough, tough. My show. I'm in charge of when the callers go on, and I will put them on when I think it is best for the show. Okay, I wasn't sorry. gonna, I wasn't gonna have Narina come in, a guest, one of my favourite artists, and bang, first five minutes, uh, introduce her to you. I wasn't gonna do that. She, she would have liked. You no, to. you don't know that. Yes, I do. How dare you tell me how to do my show? I will put callers in when I want to put callers in. I did not want to put you in for the first hour. You didn't like it? You could have put the phone down. No, I don't put the phone down. Well, then don't ever go at me when you didn't get on for an hour. What else? What else? No, well, no, and I'm telling you how it is. Okay, what else was wrong? What else was wrong? No, no, I'm saying when when I came on. Yes. Then I'm. You entered my arena. You entered my theatre, and you played by my rules. Yeah, go on and. I came on and, and I enjoyed listening to, to your conversation with her. And, it was a great conversation. And, and it came across that she was quite political and, and uh, you didn't want her to talk politics, but I would have liked No, that's talk. bollocks. That's bollocks. That that's is, I asked her if she wanted to talk about Brexit. I asked her. And she said, no, thanks. Mm, Don't, no, no, I will not, George, this is what you do, man. This is the arrogance, this is the entitlement. I'm not arrogant. I'm, yes, don't, you, call, don't call me arrogant. You're arrogant, you're I'm arrogant. Not, you, 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 you got upset because you had to wait an hour to come on? I often, you often Try and get on, but I tell you what, you phone up BBC London, see how long it takes you to get on there. It'll be years. No, it isn't. I, I called them. <laughs> phone up LBC now. Go on, get on Nick no, Abbott. LBC banned me about Exactly, and ago. you've got to wonder why. Here's yes, the I, thing. I do, I do still wonder why. I, 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 I've just told you why. I have just told you, don't you why. Know why. I've just told you. I, I do know why, because I do, you know, do not know. Well, here's why. the thing, George. I do, because I work there, and I spoke to people. I know why people, a lot of people were banned. I know why. I know exactly why. Here's the thing. I asked Narina. Do you, do you want to talk about Brexit? She went, oh, no, no, thanks. I'm not going yeah. to play back the tape, because I was there, I lived it. I lived yeah, it and I listened. Yeah, I wanted to give her a present. You, the, gave her, uh, you gave her the lyrics, to, you gave her some crappy lyrics to a song. She's one of the best songwriters in the world. They're, great they're not, they're nonsense, man. And I, I'm rewriting them anyway. Good, but... well, good. Well, well, don't phone up my next pop stars and give them, offer them. Why not? Because I was, it's... To, I was trying to give someone something. All right, well, you gave them to her. Let, uh, let's see if they yeah, pop up on a new it, album. Yeah. And then what did Cass say immediately? That, that, that I, w- I was trying to get something for myself. No, 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 no. I'll tell you what Cass said. Cass said, you're always looking for someone to finish your work. 
And that's what you do, man. You offer, you, you, you come, phone up with half-finished songs that you want the listeners to complete. You phone up with songs that you want the listeners to, to play. In, but you phone no, up they're, with... They're, they're, they're lyrics, oh, George, I can't be bothered, man. I can't be bothered. What I, do you mean you can't be bothered? What I mean is... They're lyrics that I circulate, and I hope that different people tune into those lyrics. You're a caller, mu- you're a caller, mu- you're a caller, not a guest. I'm, I should be a guest, though. Well, yeah, you, there you, we go. You've been a guest, and now you're a caller. I haven't, I haven't been a guest on your programme. Yeah, you were the first, the, first, the first phone call where you apparently didn't know you were on the air. Yeah, that you was were a nice. guest. Yeah, it was lovely. And now you're a caller. You're not a guest. I know that. You're, so you, you phone up, you're in my theatre, right, and you play by my theatrical rules. Yeah, well, obviously that's what I find myself doing. But, but, but uh, I, I, I really don't know why you're always so negative towards me. Because Eddie. you talk bollocks. That's Sorry? why. Because you talk bollocks. I'm, si- I'm sick and tired of this world of wonders and the bank of gazillion wonders. All right, phone up with a new script, man. It's a beautiful okay, thanks, thanks. Okay, thanks for your call, George. I mean, I've never felt embarrassed on my own show before. Jeez. No idea where those tapes are. Oh, three, four, four. We're always so negative because we don't do what he wants us to do. We're all cool. We're all cool. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. The Talk Radio listeners page. Josh Ibrahim is saying, "What happened?" I will listen again, but currently I'm at my nan's. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I was at your nan's. <laughs> oh man, alive! Honestly, you you talking to George when I sat back? I was I was so tense. Everything was scrunched up. That was the most uncomfortable bit of radio I've ever heard. And I was sat in the studio while it was um, going on. Do you know what? I'm quite a um, mild-mannered sort of person, but if Mild someone comes janitor. for me, then they, they better be ready for me to come back. <laughs> um, yeah, look forward to your next call, George. 0344 499 1000. Good evening, Gatford. Thanks for having me on as a guest. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Keep you waiting 50 minutes. Listen, so you've waited a long time, and I don't know, if you wait a long time, and sometimes you think, oh, I can't be bothered, you put the phone down. Sometimes you think, no, yeah. I'll stick around. Sometimes you get on in, 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 in two minutes. That's just the way it goes. I, here's the thing, I have the callers racked up, and I will yep. s- use them like colours in a painting I am painting, and I will... Uh, I, sometimes I'll, I do them I'll in the order they... Grey, yeah? Well, yeah, you're a great, but sometimes yeah. I do them in the order well, they came. useful sometimes. Sometimes I do them in the order yeah. they came, but I, when we've got guests in, like, they're in, I'm not just going to throw George and Nigel straight at no. her. I'm going to... I've got... Here's the thing. When you've got a guest in the studio, right, you've just got to totally test the vibe. You've got to test the... I don't know Norena very well. We've, I've met her once before, and um, we had a lovely chat, but... You, you've just you've got to te- get, test the vibe and get a sense of are they up for talking to callers, are they up for talking to some of the more out there callers, or do they just want straight questions, or do they not want any, you know would the would the um, spontaneity of callers frighten them? And it can with 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 musicians and actors you know who, who aren't hosts or comedians, a spontaneous call that suddenly comes from at them from ninety degrees can completely throw them off and make so you have got to judge the vibe. My, and the first priority is. To make it good for the listener. Yeah, it's it, uh, what Ian said to Kath is absolutely right. Right, right. It's your show. You decide what goes on. Yes, the pair of you. Yes, it's it's. It, we listen. We call in. We get on. We don't get on. Whatever. Yeah, but anyway, you know, it's 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 it's, it's yeah. uh, uh, you know, and, it's, and here's the thing, George. It's all scripted. You know, you, he knows that the, his plan, his theory is that the universe oh, is scripted. Course, yeah. So we were just playing our part. 
what page are we on there? <sighs> I don't know, but but if we're not on the same page, then we could lose. This, yeah. this page could be integral I, to the plot. I, I feel like someone dropped the ring binder quite a long time ago, and the pages are all over the shop. Oh, don't you just hate that? Outrageous. Just in case you missed it. Catherine, you're such a twat. And you're going to bed early, young man. Is that is that is that one of yours? That's my youngest mate. Yeah, yeah. Very proud. Very very proud of him. The apple has not fallen far from that tree, has it? Language, Timothy. In it though. Um. So, Gatford, what can we do for thee? Well, I thought I'd you just you just trying to stick your tongue up our bums. Is that it? I enjoyed it. No. Thank you. <laughs> um, um, Tre- Trevor's just tweeted, more Rainbow George, please, but keep him waiting ages first to agitate oh, yeah. him a little. <laughs> Go to him, give him 30 seconds, then cut him off. I thought I'd just check in, uh, let you know that I've, I've, I've tried something different this year. Is it to try, try and retain your big toes? No, no. well, yes. Okay. The, the, the thing is, okay, there was a problem over Christmas, but that's okay now. Okay. But I'm, I'm trying to lose some weight. Here we go, me too. Yeah. And you and me both, brother. And I've, I've done terribly. Yeah. I, had a, I stopped, stopped off at the Mackie D's again last night. I wasn't going to tell you. Here we go, uh, listen to this. Is, this, is, this is the shame, and I'm feeling a bit of shame coming up here. I can feel it rising. I feel a shame attack coming on. I stopped off at yeah. Mackie D's on the way home, Kath, and I didn't tell you. And I had two burgers again and fries, and I didn't tell you. Isn't that terrible? And I thought, I won't tell her, I can get away with it. Isn't that terrible? Do you, you don't need to... No, I know. And that's how... I, feel I went shame. home and I had two chocolate bars. Feel sh- did you? Yeah. You weren't going to tell me. Well, I, no, d- I'm, I'm not ashamed of it. Go on, Gats. <laughs> I, I, I had two rolls, sausage rolls this morning at Greg's. Oh, you. Oh. But, well, this is the thing. I, and now I'm feeling shame and for not telling you that I had two McDonald's last night. But there's no reason. No. Which shows that there's something going extra going on in the head. I mean, there's I, I've put on a lot of weight. I saw myself in the mirror today, Gats. I was giving my boys a bath and there was a mirror there and I lifted up my shirt and I went, oh, man, that is not... The key is, the key is don't have mirrors. Um, but I lifted up my shirt and my boys giggled a bit and I just and they weren't you know they're laughing because they're they're laughing and I just thought not because of them laughing I just thought nah this has got this has got to change man but I don't know how I've tried the cycling I've tried the exercise I've tried the I just well I think I think it's got more to do with eating yeah that's the theory that I'm going for at the moment I can't do an awful lot of exercise because of the feet so I have to go with a calorie controlled diet yeah Try and measure it out using a very good app and do all those things. And yeah, occasionally I slip, and you know, and then you say the shame takes over. But the important thing is don't give up, don't yeah. let it beat you, just keep going. You know, and it's about they've done well with fad diets. I've always been better when it's slow and, and, and slightly annoying and only a few pounds a week, and then you know, it works eventually. Yeah. So, okay. I, thought, I just thought I'd ring up and say that it was doing. I was doing all right in well, 2019. Well, so good. Far. Well, good for you, brother. I'm glad to yeah. hear it. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm glad to hear it. And um, yeah. yeah. Well, let's 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 all try and live a little bit longer. That's just that's all we got to do. Is just yeah. try and live a little bit longer. My friends, it's about progress, not perfection. Right? Those yeah. two burgers last night. Yeah. Okay, it's done. They were great burgers. Next week, it <laughs> was one wasn't a burger. One was McDonald's. Do this thing, which I've never had before. Oh. And it was a spice. My mouth is what my. It was a spicy chicken wrap. Ooh. And I thought, well, that'd be healthy. But then I got a chicken burger as well, yeah. and then I got large fries. Oh, but the spicy yeah. chicken wrap, and I didn't get water because I thought I had my water bottle, and I didn't. It was so bloody hot. It was hot. I had numb tongue. I had numb lips. Numb lips. I've not had numb lips since the early two thousands. It was insane. I don't much like the McDonald's burgers. I'm sure they're lovely for most people because I know they're quite prestigious. Uh, but their breakfast, oh, 
Oh, oh yes, mate. Oh, it's a weakness. Do you know what I bought the other day for no reason, apart from the fact that it replicates a McDonald's breakfast, which I'm not allowing myself to have? I bought, like, an egg ring. Have you heard of them? Like no. A, like a plastic, wibbly, sort of rubber ring that you put in your pan so you can make round eggs and put them in, oh, a, oh, put what, them like in a muffin. Oh, right, fried egg from yeah. a muffin. Yeah. Wow, is, so, right. I did that. All right, all right, Gatford. Listen, hang in there, brother. You got this. You can lose some weight. I'm going to lose some weight. We're going to lose some weight. We're going to um, donate that weight to charity for people who need to put on weight. That's what we're <laughs> going to do. Uh, hello, Tina. Hey, Ian. Hey, Tina. Hey, uh, how you doing? Hey, Tina, how you doing? Hey, have you seen? Hey, Tina, have you seen her? <laughs> have you seen her, Tina? Hey, where's Tina? Have you seen Tina? Have you seen her, Tina? <laughs> I was just ringing in to talk about weddings. Hey, actually. Tina, have you seen her? I need a cleaner. Yes, man. Rhymes. Rhymes. Sorry, go on. You have weddings. She is a cleaner. Oh, I'm looking for a cleaner. Tina the cleaner. Oh, yeah. You're not local. Well, no, I am. I'm very local. I I live right near my house. Ah, that farm? The farm, yeah, yeah. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, the farm. Live at the farm. Uh, I forgot forgot about it for the last three months. My cattle might be dead. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) Better, Better check them when I get home. I forgot all about them. Ah, well. Ah, well. Uh, say lavi. Say, say lavi. Go on, say it. Lavi. Say lavi. There we go. Um, Tina, weddings. You got married, did you? Oh, yeah, a long time ago. Did it oh, last? Just to, say, to save money, oh. um, my local dustman took my photos. I'd ask for them back immediately. Um, they were rubbish. <laughs> is that a joke? Have you done a joke? Did no, I do a joke? a joke? He took photos and they were rubbish? The du- dustman? Oh, I mean, excellent. This is great it's material. Joke. <laughs> why did you Why did you get your dustman to take photos? Uh, couldn't afford a photographer. No. He said he He said he was a amateur photographer. Oh, that, you know what that means? Blueies. <laughs> <laughs> it is excellent use of the word bluey. <laughs> oh, we just me and Cass just high fived each other and missed. Go. <laughs> Go again. Go. <laughs> Do you know what I did? So he didn't miss. I didn't move my hand. <laughs> Let me just move that yeah, one. So, so you took some nude photos for your husband with the bin man. <laughs> did he have a wash? Huh? Did he have a wash? Of course he had, Well, they've always got a funny smell about them, haven't they? they it's ingrained. It's ingrained into their, um, their, their geni- not their, gen- yeah. their genes. Yeah, it is in their jeans. Definitely in their jeans. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, and in their pants and their socks. All oh, right, and okay, yeah, we get it. And All their right. genitals. <laughs> Too far. Never sniffed a dustman's genitals. Imagine. Yeah, I'm sure they. I'm sure to, they. To my knowledge, <laughs> I'm sure they. They have great. They, they know what they're doing. I'm sure they're great in the sack. But imagine I, making oh. love to a dustman in the back of his truck. It would be really good. Ooh. Well, no, you shouldn't... Re- no, here's the thing. You should never make love to a dustman. Do you know why? Because you don't know where no. they've been. Oh, hey! baby! <laughs> yes! Yes! That's right! Also, they leave bits all over the road, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they do. yeah, if they're sack bursts, they just leave a trail along the road. Oh. <laughs> He's dirty old man. Well, <laughs> dirty old man. Oh, God! <laughs> So anyway, you bimbed, the bimbed took your photos and they weren't very good. No, they weren't very good. They were very poor, actually. Did, but did your... How long ago was this? Was this in the age of digital cameras or film cameras? 
Twenty nine oh. years ago. Oh, flipping it! All right, fine. Yeah, yeah. It's a di- yeah. Uh, here's the thing, right? Anyone can take a decent photo now. Anyone. We were so lucky that my brother-in-law came to the wedding because he's a, <laughs> he kind of had to. Well, <laughs> we, we didn't want to invite. Him. No, Matthew came, and he's he's a great photographer. His photographs. You know, we didn't say to him, "Could you take you know backup photos?" He just enjoys taking photos. Not yeah. his job. He just enjoyed it. And he's got a, he's got a decent camera. His photos yeah. were better than the official photographs because you got the yeah. joy of the party, the vibe. The official lineup yeah. photos we had disappointing. We had some really nice yeah. candid black and white ones, beautiful. And actually, better were the ones that we got. We put those little. This was back in the day before everyone had digital cameras again, but. Um, we oh. had those little disposable cameras on the tables. We got some good pictures. Got a lot of crap pictures on it, but we got some really nice ones as well. Yeah. Well, I think with the iPhones now, nobody can take a bad photo. Nah, you're right. Now. No, mate. Exactly. Whack a filter it's on it as well. Now, Everyone's gorgeous. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, that's all I had to say. Thank you, Thank Tina. You. Are you still married, Tina? Yeah. How's it going? Is it? You oh, know, that voice. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm single. It's no. all right. We've just booked a holiday today to Sri Lanka, so. To, to do what? We're going off to Sri Lanka. Oh, Sri Lanka. Oh, I love a bit of Sri Lanka. I love Sri Lanka. Um, yeah, yeah, of course I've been. Otherwise I wouldn't be saying I love it, you prune. Yeah, have you been, Catherine? No. It's nice. Although we got ripped off on our first day and nearly murdered by a bloke who took, who said, um, we, a bloke on the beach said, come come with us, come with me and I'll take you on a boat ride to see a baby elephant. Oh, that's the Sri Lanka version of come and see my puppies. And we were like, yeah, right. And we said, well, where is it? He went, it's just, it's just over there. And so we followed it. We followed it for like twenty-five minutes, and we ended up walking through these woods. Oh, did it! And then we got on this crappy little boat, and we sort of went around, and there was sort of a baby elephant somewhere, and it was like <laughs> about it was like about five grand, five thousand pounds. And we went no, and he got a little bit hairy because we gave him a few quid, but not anywhere near what he wanted. And I'm, I was with my girlfriend at the time, and I just said, right, just, just walk away. We're going to walk back to the. We're going to walk back to where people are. Just don't look at him. Ignore him shouting at us and waving his fist. We're going to walk back to where people are. First day. Oh. Ooh, hey, uh, Tina, have you got yeah. a picture? Have you got a picture of your house taken from above? <laughs> uh, no, that's just sad, isn't it? Why, why would you want that anyway? Why did you spend twenty five pound on that? Wow, because I, I, someone asked him to. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't expect to get berated on my own show you twice. Got you got burnt. It's a very foolish thing to do. Right, okay, thanks for your call, Tina. I hope your marriage fails. <laughs> hope you have a crap time in Sri Lanka. Hope you get ripped off by the by the baby elephant boatman. What a rude woman. Outrageous. Um, if you'd like to give us a ring, 0344 499 Just don't mention that photo. Uh, uh, James, stay there. You're going to be next, and then we've got Scott. And um, I like it when the show's like this, when they go from really uncomfortable and tense to actually very, very funny. So we'll have James, then we'll have Scott after the news. Um, you can call in as well, 0344 499 Who cares about the, the, the story about Prince Philip? Um, entitlement, wedding photos, did you have sex on your wedding night? Loads of other stuff. And then we've got Chat, it's fate. Yeah, death messengers brought me back to life. That's Kath's story. What's yours? This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
I would have made, and I knew this at the time, I'd have made such a good... Why is my volume not working? That buggers things up a little bit. Um, I'm going to restart my computer. I would have made such a good, on the fringe, pop star in the mid to late 90s. Like My Life Story, like Divine Comedy, just just on the fringes, I would have made... I mean, such a wicked pop star. Such a wicked pop star, honestly. Because I was slim. I was good looking. I had doughy eyes. Um, I could write a song. Not doughy, dough eyes. Doughy eyes. With doughy... Okay, okay, doughy. Yeah, fine. Oh, I blow my kids' minds, right? Yeah. Because I've got this... I've invented this character. Talks like this. So, yeah, um, so here's the thing. I'm a songwriter, boys. And I can write a song about absolutely anything you like. And I can just write it just now. And they go, all right, we'll do a song about poo. Of course they do. Whoa, yeah, I was needing a poo, but I sat on the toilet and nothing came out. So I pushed real hard and I pushed again, but nothing came out of me, my friend. Just made that up just then. Here's the thing. Yes, Catherine. You do the voice for him. Yes. But when you're singing yes. and composing, uh, it's all you. Yeah. <laughs> but so the boys think I'm a genius. They go, well, they go, well, did you actually write that? I said, yeah. They said, when? I said, just made it up. Just made it up in the car just now. Just the words coming out. Just making it up. So I would have been an excellent pop star. Well, for all um, not, toilet-based songs. Not yeah. like a Robbie pop star, but like on the fringes. A cool, cool pop star. Like My Life Story. Like um, uh, like Divine Comedy. Like those guys. I'd have been, I'd have, I'd have been great. That's all I'm saying. I would have been great. Oh three four five could have been a contender, guys. Could have been a contender. Lucky for them, you weren't. I don't think I've ever seen a film starring Marlon Brando. Yes, I have. I've seen one. Of, I've seen the Godfather movies. Godfather movies to one side. I've never not seen Streetcar. No. Oh no, no. I don't watch. I don't watch. Um, I don't watch old films. Oh no. No, too, exactly. Too black and white for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't. I, I don't see things in black and white. No, literally, I can't. There's something wrong with my eyes. <laughs> Even Sam's laughing at that, and he's a miserable git. Sight loss joke. Uh, there's no sight. No, 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 no. No, it's it not. It's, it's not because no one is black and white blind. Some people are. No, some people. There'll are... be someone. No, there won't yeah, be. They will. Someone's col- people are colour blind, but even then, it's not quite what you think. They just can't see tones of green and get, get over yourselves. No one's black and white blind. Okay, it's not a thing. It's not a thing. So I've not made fun of anybody. And do you know what? If you are black and white blind, get lost. Who cares about you? Who cares about you? Okay, you've got no one. Got no one. You deserve. You deserve not to be able to see black and white. Um, let's go to James. Good evening, James. Hello, Ian. How are you? That's none of your business. Okay. Um, no black and white films. One black and white film you must watch. I know you don't watch them, but maybe Catherine wants to watch it. Is Don't Bother to Knock. Um, talk, talk, to me, talk to me. Talk to me, big boy. Tell me about it. Tell me about this. Don't bother to knock. Knock film. With Marilyn Monroe. It's it's a really good. You know, she's a babysitter. Oh. She plays it. It's a, it's a really dark film. She's this mentally disturbed. Hang on, why um, Catherine's shaking her head in disbelief at this? She went. She sort of pulled the face. It went. This guy, this guy's talking out of his a hole. No, no, no. That's I'd... disrespectful to my callers. Not I, at all. I'd like you to apologise to James. <laughs> no. Nope. Apologise to him. No. Nope. Apologise to James. No. Nope. Right. Hang on, hang on a minute, James. We're just going to go off air for a second. You won't hear us. For a, you won't hear us for a second. You apologise to James because you were out of order. He's found out and recommended a film. You pulled that face that was like this guy's talking about the We're on the radio. I can do whatever I want with my face. You will apologise to that caller now. Otherwise, there'll be serious trouble. And we're back on the air. Sorry about that. We had to go off for a second, James. Catherine's got something she'd like to say. I'm really sorry my colleague's a dick. (laughs) 
I'm, I mean, it's, it's good that you can say dick on your show because it's liberating. But no, you should you should watch that film. Firstly, that's yeah. my first point. Okay, okay no, noted. I like Marilyn Monroe as well. And you like dick. But, Wow. But, no, Catherine, why are you not impressed by the film? Is it because you no, want it wasn't, more it wasn't, of it? No, it wasn't that at all. I was looking it up. Hang I was on, just in get, a concentration Let's get some of Catherine's wisdom. Aren't your balls normally held back by your willy? There I mean, we it's go. true. There we well, go. Uh, but, no, so that's the first thing I wanted to say. Thank so, you, James. Uh, I appreciate that a lot, mate. I really do. Oh, thank you. Next point, please. The, the next point was, so, um, big, no, not, uh, George. Rainbow not not George. big George, unfortunately. I would love to say no. that next oh. week we've got big George coming in the studio, but as we all I'm know, he passed George. away and I never big got to George. meet the guy. Yeah, you worked with him, didn't mm-hmm. you? Yeah. Love to have met the fella, oh. but never did, unfortunately. He, he, he was, he was such a nice guy. And sometimes I'd flick through the radio and you hear some of the people on the airwaves and you think, oh, he's gone. I called him many times. But, uh, you did know, you speak to him? Really... You got to speak to him. Oh, yeah, quite, quite. Yeah, I, I, I used to listen to him a bit, not regularly, but I used to listen to him and you just knew you were getting... Uh, you getting. Here's the thing you were getting with Big George, from what little I heard. Um, you, you were getting the bloke that you were listening to. Yeah. You, you, you were getting... The bloke that was talking to you was exactly the bloke that, that, that existed. You were getting him. You could hear it. Yeah, and here's the yeah. thing that he did that none of the other presenters at that radio station at the time did. He wrote he, the theme tune to Have I Got News For You. Is the, that what you're going to say? Here's the other thing that he did. Yes. His style was... He sounded like he was just having a conversation. He was just riffing. But he would weave the items because we, we had to do like four, at that point probably four at least four interviews in an hour but you yeah. never felt like he was taking a run-up you know with some yeah, with some yeah. of the others you could tell it, you know they'd give you a time check that it'd be and straight into this i'm reading yeah. you this thing because i'm about to interview someone who's already on the phone line whereas george would give you this flight of fancy and then all of a sudden you're in an interview and he was so he was so, he was so nice and so knowledgeable about music and he i mean you know True, true Londoner, and he grew up on the uh, a few doors down from some of the Richardson Tide Muscle in oh, uh, there we in go. South dark, London. The dark side. We got to the dark. He was side. great. He was great. Back in the day, well, you were his producer, Kat. Yeah, yeah briefly. Yeah. Oh, were you? Oh, oh yeah, I, you know, I probably knew that. I'd forgotten that. Um, I didn't uh, well. realise how lucky I was at the time. Yeah, yeah. You get to oh. produce. You get. You, that's at least two real, real, real talents. Yeah, him and Ronnie Barber. <laughs> Ronnie Barber. Yeah. Uh, oh, you meant him. Oh, Ian, you meant him and you. Oh, did you? How funny! Yeah, actually, no, I, actually, actually, I meant him and Roberto Peroni. <laughs> oh no, we all like to have a bit of Roberto. She was great, but no. The point is, the point is this. Um, yes. When, sorry. The point is when uh, us, I mean, we're all sort of failed and aspiring, you know, uh, comedians and humans. Comedians. We're all failed humans. That's what we are. We're all failed and aspiring humans. And the thing is, with, you know, some... I don't want to flag off uh, Rainbow George. That's not my um, thingy. But look, but. I, I, I put, put it, I got up a picture that I took in, in Croydon. I won't name the shop because James O'Brien doesn't like you naming businesses. Well, but, well, he doesn't work here. You, well, you, 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 <laughs> I don't mind you naming business. Name, name a shop. I'm not going to say there it was run by pedophiles, which is the American for pedophiles. <laughs> I know. I'm just... Right. Oh, remind me, we've got to talk about pedophiles. We must remember to talk about the R. Kelly in a bit. But carry on. Yeah, sorry, go on. No, I, I was going to talk about a brass house in a sec. But no, the, the um, um, notice on this Croydon shop, and this reminds... This is... Um, Ian, this is your house, right? And on this Croydon shop, which does really good samosas, by the way, and it's uh, West, West Croydon bus station, there's a notice, and it reads the following. It says... And just re- replace the word toilet for radio show. The toilet in this shop is maintained by Zan Coffee Shop staff. You can use this facility when the shop is open for business only, full stop. We have right to refuse anyone to use this toilet. I mean, the sentence structure could do a bit of, you know... Have you, have you learnt 
a toilet sign in a coffee shop in a bus station in West Wickham. It is even more tragic. Bus station in West Croydon. I took a, right. I, I took a picture of it and put it up on my Facebook. Hello? <laughs> OK, yeah, sure, carry on. Yeah. Um, I captioned it with the hilarious... Yes? God, despite the appalling grammar, it's a laudable sentiment. I thought it would get loads of likes. You know how many likes it got? Three? Not a sausage. There oh. we go. There we go. Okay. That's, that's rough. And then it says... Hang on a minute. minute. You're bringing your dirty, used, failed, mean. second-hand material to us? Well, no, Thinking we'd want it? <laughs> I mean, yeah, beggars can't be choosing. It's fair play. He's got a good point there. He makes a good yeah. point. Yes. And then it says, any misbehave... Our language and damages will not accept in any circumstances. Good. I mean, it's getting worse, the syntax. Yeah. We take this matter very seriously and in big red letters, respect. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. So what You're I'm trying to say is... Telling us this why? George, George is showing bad manners and disrespect. It's like he's come into your studio and he's just pissing everywhere. Oh, oh OK. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah. What an image. So I'd like to revert to the paradigm where us callers, we were we were mere guests. You know, G, you know, Arab, Thayer, G-Man, Verinda, You're talking about Verinda. people. You're talking about people from 15 years ago. Every one of those people you've just listed has died. No, they have. Uh, they're all dead. On. They're all dead. I mean, Arab did sound like he was fresh from the streets. He might be dead. But the yeah. others. Yeah, they're all dead. I mean... But no, so that, that's what I'm trying to say. So we need to be, look, I pen this as I was on hold. Um, this be Ian House, oh? stop. This be Ian Lee House, show ID. This one, Ian Lee House, Hort, who entered me. What the hell are you talking about, man? Because it's your house. Yeah. But, I mean, before I go, can I just say this quickly? Look, people Ten, have different options. Nine, eight. Seven, six, five, four, three. I've got a little thing two, about a American one. shock drop. Oh God, kiss my. Oh, oh three four four. What was that? Did he say kiss my at the beginning at the end there? I don't know. No, I'm sure I misheard oh, three, four, after four. his conversation about manners. I want to go. Well, the adverts can wait because because uh, Scott has waited, and I don't want Scott to wait anymore just for some crappy um, you know place where you can go and buy some tiles. So, which is an excellent, if we are advertising a tile retailer, that's the best. They're the best tiles. The greatest tiles. But Scott, Scott is more important than tiles right now. At quarter past 11 on a Friday night. If you're thinking about tiles, then you need to get a life. Or new tiles. New tiles I from mean, the tile retailer that we might be advertising. Yeah, or not. I don't know. I don't listen to the ads, but, yeah, I, yeah. but like, I'm grateful for them. You only advertise the best. Scotty! You're all right, mate. How are you? I'm all right, Scott. How are you doing, man? Yeah, I'm good, mate, but... Uh... Scott, can I ask, is it possible to not be on speakerphone? Because it's just a little bit echoey and a little bit difficult to hear you, mate. Here we go. Thank you for your patience, caller. Here we go. We are in the house. Yes, Scott, sorry to keep you waiting. What you got? I can hear you very well, mate. That's all right, man. We got there. That's fine. What what can we do for you tonight, Scott? Oh, I don't know. I'll call you. And I had the thing that I wants to talk about. Yeah. But they realised that I didn't want to talk about it. You got nothing to talk about. Well, do you want to fight? Well, no. I'll punch you? You punch um, me? Oh, uh, well, you know, I listen to you all the time. Yeah. 
the boy got, yeah, the thing that we we'll talk about, but now I'll call you. Yeah, you got nothing to talk about. No, mate. Fight me. When, when, when I listen to you, I'm Yeah, fight me. Fight uh, me then. Fight me. It's as simple as this. If you haven't got anything to talk about, we're going to fight. Oh, yeah. Do yeah. you know any of the martial arts? No, then, but I'll talk to you. Excuse me? Excuse me? Right, record yeah. that because that's evidence. If I do get murdered, then we know it was this guy. Yeah, yeah. Now, how would you kill me? Are you going to use weaponry or, or bare fists? No, finger. Right, you're gonna be, hang on a minute, you're gonna pick a, you're gonna pick a wheelchair up, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do with the wheelchair? You're gonna lift it above your head? Yeah, yeah. What the hell are you doing in a wheelchair if you can stand up and lift it above your head? Yeah. Tell you what, mate, you try tell you what, let's do this in real time, right? This is what's gonna happen. This is me and Scott, right? We're 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 there. So how long do you reckon it would take you to stand up out of your wheelchair and lift it above your head? Oh, I'm sorry, mate. Now you're on the floor, and I'm just shooting you. You see, you see what happened there? You see, you see what happened there, Scott? That, that was a mean trick, that. No, I, you didn't I, say that you were going to be tooled up. Mate, he's about to threaten me with a wheelchair! I know, but I mean... And here's the thing, and here's the thing, Scott, and this is my advice to you. Is it electric wheelchair or manual? Manual. Right, OK. Well, you need... It's tricky on a manual, but what you need to do is you need... To, I saw it in a film once. You need to get, like... Knives. Gun... No, well, knives on the wheels, obviously. Yeah. But right. guns fitted into no, the armrests. No, 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 Everybody said that, like... Yeah. They all go, oh, mate, you got this... But you got that in wheelchair. Yeah. If you try to put in wheelchair in your poopy car... Yeah. With... With knives. There's a knife from the wheel. There's a knife there that pulls you, pulls you apart. I love the fact he's you know actually considered how practical it would be to put knives on the wheel of his wheelchair. Yeah. I I've do. Got, I've got a knife car, I've got a decent car, I'm not doing that. Well, you need. No, well, no, you need. Sides up. Okay, well, then you need to go to what I was doing. You need to have on your armrest, in your armrest guns, and you need to be able to just press a button so they come out and. No, 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 no. Oh, is it? Just trying to save uh, your life, buddy. If we get out there, or is it bring you over in the car? Yeah. Okay. So if you got that desperate, you'd stand up and you'd th- you'd lift the wheelchair above your head and throw it at someone. I hope you're going to say, sorry, sir, please spare my life. I beg you, you are, you are the greatest. And I might, I might show some clemency, Scott. I might just show the, the better side of me and just shoot you, um, shoot you unconscious and then walk away and leave you to, to either bleed to death or be found. So that would be quite good of me. Yeah, keep wishing that. <gasps> this guy is, this guy is uh, cruising for bruising. All right, Scott, listen, nice to talk to you. All, All right, I'm going to say you. is just keep looking over your shoulder, mate, all right? All right. Thank you, Scott. Goodbye. Let's see, he had nothing to talk about, and then he ended up threatening to kill me. I know, well done, Scott. No, don't... Well, inc- I'm sorry, bad. Don't encourage that. Bad. I enjoyed that, Scott. Thank you. I was reminded. I'm not on Twitter. I went on Twitter for about 20 minutes today, 
I'm on Twitter on my record label, but I went on the Imani CD that I released, Unsung, is now out on digital. It's just come out on digital, but it's got five bonus tracks, five tracks that no one's ever heard before. She gave us for free. No one's ever heard them, and they're great. I might have played one on the show. And it's available on iTunes and I don't know where kids buy music these days. And so I, I reopened my at Ian Lee Twitter because I thought, well, this is worth plugging on, on there. So I reopened my at Ian Lee Twitter after having it switched off for five, six days, and I posted on there. And then I just couldn't settle. I felt dirty. So I, cl- I deleted the, the Twitter, my Twitter feed again, and then loads of people went, why has Ian blocked me? He's blocked me. No, I just deleted my Twitter. Um, but, but go and buy, basically go and buy the Imani album, Unsung, either on CD or, or go onto your iTunes or whatever and buy it. It's got five bonus tracks on there. Um, but I was reminded that ages ago, like years ago, and I was really bored, I did a, um, a barroom brawl on Twitter. Where I just, just said, I've just walked into the bar. I don't like the look of any of you. Who wants to fight? And then, and then loads of people, it went on for ages, it's very, very funny and very, very silly. Loads of people, like, like someone, maybe in Watco, someone just went, um, b- before you've even got time to look around, I've picked up a chair and smacked it over your head. <laughs> Boom, we're off! We're off and we're having like karate bar, bar and brawl in, on Twitter. It was very, very funny, it was very silly. And, and that reminded me of, of that with Scott, except, um, except uh, with Scott it's going to be real. Oh three four four. What's he doing in a wheelchair if he can stand up and lift it above his head? That should be the test, right? That wheelchair, do you need it? Yeah. Well, can you stand up and lift it above your head? Um, what, like yeah. this? Yeah. You don't need the wheelchair! 0344 This is Tour Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. So we had Tamara Simmons, yeah, the executive producer of the um, uh, Surviving R. Kelly documentary uh, six-part series that starts uh, in February, but you can watch it online. It starts February in the UK. It's already aired in the states, and I do think it is, is the most incredible and one of the most important TV programs in a long, long time. Probably the most important TV program in a long, long time because it exposes corruption, it exposes financial and sexual corruption, bullying, manipulation, uh, the use of fame to get what you want, the raping of your children. Um, it's horrendous. It's horrendous, but it's, it's, it's fascinating and it's important, if you can see it. And we had Tamara on... Uh, was it yesterday? I'm yeah. all over the place. We had that day off. My head's all over the place. We had Tamara on yesterday. And that's gone out as a podcast, and she was the executive producer, and it's, it's, it's well worth a listen. And uh, really lucky to get her, actually. And we're trying to get a few more people that were in the show to come on the show. Kath sent out some messages today to the, the, the team behind the Mute R. Kelly um, kind of hashtag organisation, which is basically trying to get you know R. Kelly concerts pulled and get his songs pulled from the radio and online and stuff like that. And um, uh, the parents of, of one of the victims... And um, so we had Tamara on last night, and as always, as we always do, when we have a, a guest, we put out a bonus podcast, which is which is the guest. We do a best of, and then we put out the, the like the, the the guest interview. And uh, I'm off Twitter. Twitter's gone for a while for me, but I saw Catherine had tweeted it, and Talk Radio had tweeted it, and um, and then Kath kind of phoned me up and said, "You won't you won't believe what some of the comments we're getting." Go on, what what were some of the comments we got to uh, a story about? Um, a, a rich black pop singer holding um, young black girls prisoner. 
Right. What was some of the reaction we so, got to that? Surely everyone should be going, hey, high fives, great for bringing this to our attention, pats on the back, well done, oh, I didn't know this, or oh, I did know this, thank, thanks for highlighting it. Yeah, there was, because um, Talk Radio put out a two-minute clip of the, you know, an interview that was went on for about 17 minutes, um, and straight away there were two comments um, on there, and I'm surprised actually that there haven't been more, but I'm kind of uh, relie- that's good. relieved as yeah, well. Yeah, that's good. Because sometimes when Talk Radio tweets things um, from this show... We get largely people who um, don't know what the show is about wading in and uh, they don't get it. And it's quite obvious. They don't get it. And it ends up being a bit embarrassing for them. Yes. Um, But one guy said, um, pretty sure where these incidents are occurring, Chicago has a black majority city council and a black majority senior police officer. Whoever is on the phone is talking complete and utter SH1T. Whoever's on the phone, yeah, the executive producer of a documentary series understand. that you've not watched. I don't understand what they were talking SH1T about, Well, because, apparently. Because Tamara, um, we asked Tamara why um, R. Kelly's not in prison. Yeah, OK. We've got all these women coming, for, coming forward with very kind of credible evidence against him. And the fact is he's already been in court once for these tapes. Yeah. People call them sex tapes. They're child abuse tapes yeah, yeah. Uh, of a girl who um, is a very young teenager being urinated on. Uh, and the way he got out of it was he said it wasn't him, she said it wasn't her, and her parents agreed. But her aunt said it was her niece, and her best friend said it was her best friend. And there were other women within the house who said that they had knowledge of her, carnal as well, without realising that she was so young. Sorry, I'm, I'm just laughing at the phrase carnal, carnal lunch, I've not heard that for years. I'm <laughs> so sorry, I mean? it's not a funny topic, but I've, I know exactly what you mean. I've just not heard that phrase so for such a long time. people who, right, who yeah. recognised her from her body parts yeah, alone, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. They were that familiar yes. with it. So that's how it happened. But also Tamara highlighted the fact that at the moment in, the, uh, in America there is a, and there has been for a while, uh, a racial situation, which means that if you want to do something bad, if you want to hurt somebody... You know, if you want to murder someone, take out a black man. If, yeah. And these are her words. And this, and the, and this was in the documentary. Yeah. If you want to rape somebody and get away with it, black girls. Yeah. And she said the fact that they're black girls is a factor. Yeah. And that was repeated over and over by various black activists and people who uh, yeah. had survived abuse. Um, they said that the fact that they were black women meant that they mattered less. Yeah. And that's something that they're trying to combat. It's, it seems pretty it, really obvious in a country where, you know, 50 years ago, there was still segregation. You yeah. know, you, you, black people couldn't go to the same, in certain parts of America, couldn't go to the same concerts as white people. But then what was the other comment? So, that, so this guy was reacting to that. Yeah. Um, so the suggestion that the fact that they were black was a factor. Um He's saying that it uh, can't, can't be because the pe- people in yeah. are black. But what was the, the woman's comment? Bl- black girls' voices don't matter. Why innocent female children's voices do not matter, according to people protect, pay, uh, paid to protect them from grooming gangs? What's colour got to do with it? If someone rapes or molests a child or woman, they should be in prison. End of story. Idiot. Who's that from? Name them, because it's on a public forum. Uh, it's not embarrassing. Lisa Har 053 What the hell are you talking about? So you think that because we're what? Why would you even bring? Why would you even do that? I don't understand what your I don't understand what your dumb point is. What? Because we were because it was suggested. And if you look at the evidence, it seems pretty clear that these girls are not being believed simply because they're black. 
What, you think that means we condone white girls being raped? Are you nuts? Are we think we're saying that black girls are more important or white girl, that white girls aren't important when it comes to, to being raped? Are you insane? You absolute belchies. You can acknowledge that both are a factor without yes. denying one or the other. Here's the thing. We weren't talking about Rotherham or any of the, the, the um, grooming, the Asian grooming gangs. Whether, and I'll say the majority of the men come from a specific part of Pakistan. I don't mind saying that. The majority of the men are Muslim. I don't mind saying that. Oh, no one says it on the no one says it on the mainstream media. They're, they're Pakistani. Say it. They're Pakistani. A lot of them Pakistani. But because we weren't we weren't talking about that. No, but actually we did talk about it a little bit afterwards when we talked about the fact that these women who were who went to court and testified against R. Kelly were disbelieved because at least some of the jurors didn't like the way they acted, didn't like the way they. Uh, walked or talked or dressed and therefore didn't believe them. Yeah. Does that sound familiar to you? Because that's exactly what happened with a lot of the Rotherham girls. And here's, here's, the, here's, the, here's the thing, right? Obviously, we think that what happened in Rotherham and all those other areas, and it looks like there's... A, there's there was, I heard on the news the other last week that some... That it looks like there's another story bubbling away. You know, a load of group of men have been arrested and, um, you know, it, it just... Just because we weren't talking about that, because we were talking about a specific other event, doesn't it in any way mean we condone them? Does it in any way we mean that, that those white girls deserve to get raped? What, why, what, I just don't understand why you would bring that up. We're talking about this specific story that I don't think has had the attention it deserves. It doesn't exclude any other victim of rape or sexual abuse or molestation. It doesn't exclude them at all. No. It doesn't exclude them. Why would it? Why would you think that, you thicko? Most of all, just could you watch it before you make a comment? You absolutely you, don't even watch it. Delete your Twitter, destroy your radio, and just go away. You absolute pleb. Why would you even bring that up? Because you're thick. That's why. Because you're thick. Uh, what about the white girls that got? Yes, we know. That's horrendous. And I tell you what, if ever we get a guest connected with that, we'll talk about that. But we we were talking about this specific thing because it was on a program that we'd specifically watched that week. It's just come out that we watched. That is a huge, huge story. We're also wondering. It should be, but it's not. We're also wondering how people can be aware that girls are being kept somewhere against their will, and the police won't do anything. We're just wondering why there is no feeling that they need to do something. We asked a question. I hate that. Uh, yeah, yeah, OK. Well, black, black girls matter? Well, so do white girls. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But, but it would appear that in this specific instance, the fact that they're black means that they're, they're not, it's not being looked at. You know, I, I, why would... People, man. Anyway... People. In, in, in related news, R. Kelly's former manager has been arrested on suspicion of threatening the father of one of the women. Yes. Henry James Mason, 52, turned himself into police. I'm James Mason. In Atlanta, Georgia, by the way, to that Twitter correspondent who had a pretty good idea of what was going on in Chicago. Pity yeah. he hadn't watched the documentary. We're talking about Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. He's facing a felony charge of making terroristic threats. Mason has been accused of hurling abuse at Tim- Timothy Savage, the father of Jocelyn Savage. He's alleged to have told Savage... Joycelyn. Jo- I remember Joycelyn, yes. Yeah, I thought it was a very unique name, Joycelyn. I'm going to do harm to you and your family. When I see you, I'm going to get you. I'm going to effing kill you, according to CNN. Um, Joycelyn has been at the centre of claims she's been brainwashed and is being held against her will as a sex slave by the shamed pop star. She was the one that featured in the TMZ Mm. uh, video. It's mentioned here in this article in the Mirror Online. She's spoken to insist she's totally fine, telling TMZ.com, I'm not being brainwashed or anything like that. I just want everybody to know, my parents and everybody in the world, that I'm totally fine. I'm happy where I'm at. That was a video where you could see someone turn into cut at the end. Yeah. 
Uh, if some documentary, do try and watch it if if you feel up to it because it's grim. You know, there's there's um, there's not many laughs in it. There's a, certainly a couple of punching the air. The yeah, there are a couple of moments of victory. Yeah, but it's um, it is grim. But yeah, we're going to try and get some more guests from that, and uh, we're going to keep on just pushing that story because I don't think it's getting the attention that it deserves. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand is my telephone number. If you want to give us a call, let's go to Demetrius. Hi there. I'm calling to talk about Brexit today. Brexit today, Tikanis. Uh, well, I'm actually quite good, but Greek is my second language because I'm actually British. Okay, but... All right. you got a very strong Greek accent. Well, I do have a very strong Greek accent because the Greek community puts us in Greek schools and we all speak Greek among ourselves. Okay. And then we go to university in the workplace. Why do you sound so angry about it? English. Don't be so angry about it. Greek's a beautiful language. I learned Greek for a long time. Man, Greek is terrible. There's so much grammar into it. It's, it's so the thing. There's, there's more irregular verbs than there are regular verbs. Yeah, exactly. It's a exactly. nightmare to learn. But oh, The only <laughs> thing I can remember is puina to telefono mu. Where's my telephone? Put that's, it to telephone. That's it. Uh, and uh, you put moo at the end to make it But anyway, all right. Well, I, I'm not going to have a go at you for not speaking Greek, Demetrius. I might have a go at you for speaking Brexit. But go on. What have you got? Well, the thing is, what I don't understand with the people I want Britain to continue to be a part of the EU yes. is why they're bringing the place down. See what I mean? I, in an ideal world, I'd like the UK to be in the place of Germany within the EU. But yes. since Brexit happened... I've decided to embrace it. And okay. I've decided, instead of talking the place down, to yeah. actually talk it up. Who's, who, who, who have you heard talking the place down, and what have they said? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll give the Greek government credit for the fact that they did try to resist Germany. In the United Kingdom, you have both the opposition yeah. and the government okay. basically... You know, acting like they're true Remainers. Yeah. Who have you heard talking the place down, and what have they said? Well, actually, it's not it's not just the Remainer part that's done this. Okay. It's the Brexiteer part as well. Okay. Who who have you heard talking the place down, and what have they said? Because I, I I've not heard that. Well, uh, you have a lot of politicians uh, saying that we will enter and a recession, and we're going to have severe problems. Yeah. If a no deal do, goes do ahead. You, do you... Why do you think they're saying we might have problems if a no deal goes ahead? Why do you think they're saying that? Because I think that they're whitewashing themselves right. for the fact that they did not play a more constructive role. Do you, think, do you think that um, when people like the head of the Bank of England and mm-hmm. politicians and the farmers' uh, unions... And various big companies. Do you think when when these 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 organisations and these individuals say we might have problems if there's no deal? Do you think that maybe they're saying it because we might have problems if there's no deal? Absolutely. Well, I was about to get into this. Well, then how is that talking the country down? Surely that's just speaking. Well, I don't know facts. I'll, I'll I'll tell you what I mean. I'll explain to you what I mean exactly. Go on. I like you. The problem with the Brexit side <laughs> yes. is that it is headed by the likes of Nigel Farage no, it's not. and Boris Johnson yeah. and Jacob Rees-Mogg. Yeah. I'll put it to you this way. Imagine if yeah. Jacob Rees-Mogg or someone like him was in the place of Churchill in 1940. Okay. Who would take him seriously? 
but loads the of, but here's the problem here's the problem no one's in charge no one's in charge on the brexit side no one's in charge there's just lots of egos all kind of hovering around waiting to see if they can nip in and become the next prime minister but 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 people do take them seriously that's 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 a very that's a very uh, kind of uh, innocent way of putting it i think that jacob Rismog and uh, what's his name? Boris Johnson, the yeah. mayor of London. He spent Former eight mayor, years mayor. in office doing what? From what I know, he he went ahead with the skyscrapers that were already approved. He was trying to get a hooky, corrupt right. bridge built. That's what he was trying to do for his mates. That's all he did. Oh, yeah, fair, fair, fair enough. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'm not a big fan of Boris. No, he's a plan. I'm actually plans. sad that people outside of London in England yeah. genuinely support him because they think that they think he's, he's a champion yeah, of England. But, but, I've not, but you've not given... But, I, but here's the thing. You've not given any evidence of anyone on the Remain side talking Britain down. They've just said... A lot of people have said that if we leave without a deal, then we might be in trouble. And, and that's a fact. We might be in trouble. Well, we might be in trouble, but see, when when Greece went into a proper confrontation with Europe, yeah. our leaders or their leaders, if you like, because despite my accent, I'm a UK national. Yeah. Um. Well, at least they were willing to go as far as to say to the people, we might have to exit the euro one day. But we will probably do well. Yeah, look at They're the state of Greece now. Isn't Golden Dawn? Isn't Golden Dawn? Don't Golden Dawn have um, power? So, aren't they part of a coalition in Greece now? No, they're not part of the coalition. But they've got they a bit of a say, haven't they? The Golden Dawn. And the problem, the problem with extreme far right organisation. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not. And they've got they've got a bit of say in how Greece is run now. That's that's. No, they do not have a say as per se, but because yes. we do not have a first-past-the-post system... No, but aren't they... Good, no was it? like Golden cool. Dawn end up getting representation in the parliament. If we had, yeah. a, if we had a proportional representation system, yeah. like the one the Lib Dems were campaigning about in this country, yeah. we would have UKIP taking about 10 or 15% yeah. of the seats in the parliament. Yeah. So, uh, I mean... But here's the thing. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm, I'm, get, I'm getting bored, Demetrius. Because I, I, here's the thing. I don't really care about Brexit. I, 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 I couldn't. I couldn't care less. Um, but we're all screwed. I just, you know, a text just flop, flashed up on my screen, or a tweet from, and this just sums up most of the listeners to this station, right? Where did it go? Oh, here we go. 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 This is a, a tweet to Talk Radio. And a lot of these words are in capitals. There's a great feel about no deal. No deal feels right. No deal feels honest. No deal feels real. No deal feels empowering. No deal feels just like we what we voted for when we voted to leave the EU. No deal? Great feel. No deal? The people's deal. No deal? Our deal. That's the bollocks we're dealing with, idiots like that. Hey, listen, there's idiots on both sides. Here's the problem for the Remainers, is there's no one in power who's kind of sticking up for the other 48%. There's no one doing it. Corbyn's not doing it. What's Cor- Corbyn wants, wants out? And this is the, what Corbyn I don't get. This is what I don't get, right? Socialists were never in favour of the EU to so, begin with. So here's the thing, right? Theresa May wants us to stay... And Jeremy Corbyn wants us to leave. That's their basic, from what I can understand, and that's their basic positioning. 
And it's all about power now. It's all about who's going to be the next Prime Minister. Is it going to be Rhys Mogg? There's Gove who's there going, please, sir, can I have a go, sir? you got Johnson, you got Corbyn. They're all jostling to be the next Prime They don't give a, sh- a stuff about you, Demetrius. They don't give a stuff about me. They've got, they've got enough money in their pockets to last them. They don't care. They don't care! Scumbags! Well, some of them are, but as, a, Labour, as a member of the Labour Party, you could never say that for Comrade Corbyn, say could it. I? Say it. Say he's a scumbag. Say Corbyn's a scumbag. Say it. Say it. No, I cannot say, say that. Say it! No. Be a man, Demetrius. Even though I would have been in favour of the UK staying in the EU, yeah. I have to salute Corbyn's huh? intransigence and ability to resist the establishment yeah. right to the very end. He is the, but dude, he is the establishment. None of this resists the establishment. He is the establishment. establishment. He's oh. the establishment. He's the leader of the opposition. The guy's from North London. I mean... I, I lived in North London for 20 years. I'm the establishment. We're the, he's the establishment, man. No, he's not the establishment. Oh, come uh, on. I, I spent four years living around Alexander Park. Hey, I used to live... Um, what, Alexandra Palace? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I well, lived in Muswell Hill. Crescent Road. Crescent hey, Road I, lived in, I lived in Coney Hatch Lane. Oh, wow. We were neighbours. <laughs> I was number 68 Coney Hatch Lane. Neighbours. Oh, wow. That is amazing. That is incredible, man. Just around the corner from me. I used to live around the corner from this guy. I heard, yeah. You said it quite loud. Where? The, the, the only reason I genuinely like Corbyn compared to the rest of the politicians, mm-hmm. even though, ideologically <laughs> speaking, I would have been closer to the lip dance of Nick Clegg. Yeah. It's because, see, I've spent a lot of time working in warehouses and that. Yeah. I believe that someone that someone like Corbyn yeah. would know what it feels like to be unemployed for a uh, week or two. Yeah. Well, the likes of, well, Jacob rees or yeah. what's his name, David Cameron, would yeah. be like, unemployment, that's something for the plebs, that's not for us. <laughs> hey, Demetrius, listen, I, I've enjoyed, we don't, do you listen to this show? Well, then what made you think that we talk... I mean, we have talked about it, but what, what made you phone us up to talk about Brexit? You know, this is Ian Lee and Catherine, not Nick Abbott. Well, I do understand that, but <laughs> I genuinely wanted to get my point across. Do you and feel that you... Is, go on, do, do one more point, and I'm going to let you go, man, but go on. Well, the thing is, yeah. the whole thing has been shambles. We had a guy with a massive ego called David Cameron yeah. who gambled in order to get prime minister, and then he lost. I yeah. mean, he, he 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 basically kind of sold out to the Eurosceptics in his own party yeah. in order to get ahead of William Hague and become prime minister when Labour was basically a spent force. Oh, I think, I, think then, we, I think we kind of put... I think the timeline there is, is slightly inaccurate. But but he was already... He, hang on, he was already prime minister when he called the referendum. That was just to keep... No, no, I agree with that. I'm talking about... The, okay. the time I'm, when the, the long today. knives were out, you know, okay. during the All time right. that the Tories Demetrius, were in the wilderness. I'm losing, come on, man, I'm losing the will to live. Let, let's talk about, um, uh, what's your favourite Beach Boys song? Beach Boys? Ah, oh, I haven't listened to them in ages. Oh, God. Think of one, go on, what, 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 what Beach Boys song would you, really gets you going, man? There's got to be one. Good Vibrations, I Get Around. Fun, fun, fun? Surfing USA. Surfing in the US? Surfing in the US. I love that one too. That's a great one. Who's that? Who's that in the background? Giving you, giving you, feeding you Beach Boys information. Well, see, the thing is, I have a flatmate because in today's, in in today's, in today's day and age, you need someone from Norwich 
You live in your flat. <laughs> oh, right. I need to get yeah, one of those. Demetrius, no, 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 nice to talk to you, man. Give us a call again, won't you? All right, I will. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Bye-bye. I liked him. Yeah. Surfing in the USA. We didn't do those ads, did we? We'll do. Uh, Nigel, Rebecca, stay there. Come to you after this. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Rebecca. Good evening, Rebecca. Hello, Ian. Hello, Cass. Hey, Rebecca. Hey, Rebecca. What can we do hey. for you tonight? Um, well, I wanted to talk a little bit about Twitter um, oh. because I'm a, a trans girl, and uh, we've uh, talked a little bit on Twitter in the past. Oh yeah, uh, I know you. Yes, I know you. Yeah. Bex. <laughs> Hello there. Hi. I, I want to talk a bit about mental health and Twitter. Yeah, go on. Because I, I know that. Um, it doesn't always get along with you, yeah. and um, sometimes you you need to come off Twitter or whatever. But for me, it's the kind of opposite, and I feel completely addicted to the place. But addicted in, 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 in addicted has negative connotations to me. Are you, are you saying it's positive for you? Uh, it makes me feel really good being there, yeah. but it's taking up so much of my attention. Um, I because I'm I'm kind of only can be trans at certain points. I can't be. The, the, I can't be Rebecca uh, when I'm uh, doing my professional job, for instance. Right. Um, it's the one place where I can be me, and I get a heck of a lot of kind of affirmation and validation. So you can be... Do you remember... Um, what was that place? Second Life. Do you remember Second yeah, Life? Yeah, I went on that. I never went on it. I might go on there and see what's happening. Um but but second life you could you could kind of create like your an alternate alternate universe where you'd create your little avatar and you could wander around and be that person. Mm-hmm. There are lots of people, you know, became very sexy women or very sexy men or very sexy animals. You know, there's, yeah. there's a thing like that. Are you saying that, that it's kind of that it's a similar thing, Bex? In that it, you you've got this whole persona on Twitter and you can kind of live in the in the virtual world as 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 your your true self when you feel you can't do it necessarily in the real world yeah yeah it, it's it's not really it's not necessarily a persona it, it is the kind of the real me that's the real what i meant that, to say yeah yeah, yeah that, that never that never gets to come out when i'm sitting in the office but when i'm at the office i can be me so when I'm the kind of other me, the the the, the boy me, I, I'm kind of anonymous. But when I'm um, the real Rebecca me, and I can be the real me, I've got kind of 16,000 followers. And I, it's, it's my birthday today, and I put a message on Twitter for that. I had like 500, thank you, I had like 500 likes, and it's so powerful. That's like a, this, an addictive thing to have that. And it's taken up so much of my attention and, and time. I'm so used to seeing you on Twitter. I can't imagine you in drag as a man. <laughs> I'm not quite as striking, I don't think, as a man, which is probably the problem because it's, it, it, it's quite, um, it gives you quite a high when suddenly everybody kind of wants to, uh, to, to tell you nice things. Yeah, you've got a lot of fans on there, I've noticed. Well, here's <laughs> the thing, because I, I, I am pretty anti-Twitter, and I would love to be able to get rid of it permanently. I don't know if I can, but I'm certainly I'm not on it, 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 apart from the record label where I'm just selling records, just selling records, and I'm enjoying that, because I can focus on it. I found, um, Bex, that it was taken up, that since I got rid of it, like five, six days ago, my Ian Lee account, I'm still going in the search and searching my name to see if people are sa- saying, where's Ian? There's only a handful mm. of people who have missed me. Hardly anyone's missed me, which was disappointing, but also... No, it was. It was it, it was disappointing to my ego, but actually, that's good, because it shows me, oh, 
Twitter isn't that important to me and, and to the. Um, but uh, but I, I've been because I'm addicted to it, right? And I'm on. I was on it a lot, and I was posting everything. But I find I'm being much more productive, getting a lot more work done. I'm getting a lot more creative stuff done. I say I'm on this other this record label Twitter account. I'm selling stuff which I haven't done for ages. I'm more focused on the show. This was it. This was what what what. Um, uh, Kath, tell me, tell tell Bex what you said to me earlier um, when you were going to respond to some of those R. Kelly yeah. people. I saw them, and I saw those things happen. Great. And it happens every time when talk radio puts something up. I'll see things from people who don't get it right, and it infuriates me. And my natural instinct, because I am who I am, is to want to wade in and set them straight. Which, of course, is a ridiculous thing to do on Twitter because no one's mind or very few people's minds were ever changed when they come striding in with a conversation. Well, it isn't a conversation. You know, it was just the usual kind of, uh, you know, it was the usual kind of knee-jerk reaction from these people. And then you look at their Twitter feed, stream and, of course, it's all that stuff. So why on earth would they say anything different? But I said to Ian that I'd started writing it and then I thought, no, I'm going to message you instead. Thank you. And, and you're going to talk me down. And you did just that. But because that the, had been your strategy what was the with me you before. Said? You said, I'm not going to give him a freebie. No, we'll, we'll do save it, on it the for show. the show. We'll save it for the show. Here's, here's, here's where we are in a slightly, not quite unique position, but different to a lot of Twitter users. We've got a national radio show. To, uh, got le- got actually, actually got less listeners than I have followers. But we've got a national radio show to come on and do our little witticisms and our little funny memes and our pithy points and our arguments. We don't need to do it. No. On there, and I think this and, week and it the only ever riles me up. Why sh- would I do that? Yeah, the shows have been a bit sparkier because we've, we're keeping all the good lines for the show. Yeah, but I remember having a conversation with you before you came off Twitter, saying, "You know, I wish, you know, I wish you wouldn't look for validation on Twitter." Yes, and that was uh, that was heartfelt. But so, it, but but then, thank you, Bex. It's good to hear a different perspective from someone who is actually getting a lot of positivity and warmth and love and and all those kind of things. From Twitter, so I'm glad to hear it. I, I am getting that, um, and there's not many. Did, did, when I'm there, there's not many downsides. But then I find by the evening, there's so much I haven't accomplished mm. outside of Twitter. That's the thing. That's yeah, that's the thing. Because you're never done. You're never done on there. No, it, it refreshes every five seconds, and then you've got something new to look at. And yeah, and you know it's designed to be addictive. Like all the when the when the little blue. You know, notification thing co- comes up. You you're inclined to chase it. It's like chasing a, on a video game. It's all designed chasing that way. The dragon. It's like mm-hmm. Chasing the dragon. Chasing the dragon. And I kind of I kind of know. I can kind of see all that. Yeah. Part of my brain is seeing that. But the other part is just wallowing in it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Um, I get why. Bex, this is the first time you phoned the show. I think, isn't it? It is. Yeah. There you go. Absolutely, how, yeah. how does it feel? I know, I know we have a lot of nervous callers. I know you were ner- You'd messaged me before saying, "Oh, I want a phone." But you've done it for other nervous callers. Uh, what I, do you I reckon? Was very nervous until I rang the number and I spoke to the nice uh, chap uh, who did the phone. Doesn't remember your name, Sam. She that. doesn't. She doesn't remember your name, Sam. <laughs> Get used to it. That's showbiz. <laughs> That's showbiz. But everybody should call in because it's fab. Oh, thanks. Hey, nice to talk to you, Bex. Have a good weekend. Thank you. You T- too. Tutty bye. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. After the news, if they stick around, we've got Nigel in Maidstone. We've got James. This could be a great last hour of the week before Kellner at one. Kellner, Kellner. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
No, I don't so know it. Wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't. It was out of my hair in the groove again. That was it? That was a song. It was great. Um, okay, Nigel, say they were going to come to you in a bit. Be patient. Be patient. Be patient. We're going to go to James first. Okay. Good evening, James. Hello. Hello, James. You're live on Talk Radio on the on the oh, most popular late night phony show of the country. Radio. Sorry. And you know what? It's about time this crap came to an end. Okay. Well, anyone, anyone got an idea what this idiot's talking about? Anyone? No? Okay, we'll continue. First of all, yes? don't oh, come in, idiot. I apologise, sir. Why are you talking in that voice? It's his voice. Mm. He's not going to find out and do a voice. It's his voice. Listen to me. Sorry, sir. It. Sorry. Ooh, watch, hey, what's your language? Hang on a minute. What did he call me? He said, damn it. Oh, right. Hang on a minute. Hang I on a minute. Damn it. Language, damn Timothy. It. Okay. 
Okay. Yes. Yeah, sorry, sir. Sorry, James. Away you go, sir. You had some idiot on the phone yes. called Demetrius. Okay. Yes. Why the hell do you allow such crap? Uh, was that you doing a Greek accent? No. It was, wasn't it? No. And uh, are you the guy that phones up and does the Scouse accent? No. I got suspicious. I, I, I kind of worked it out when he had his friend there in the background. Yeah. That's what gave. That's what. That's when you had your friend there in the background. Hey, whoa, whoa. That's what gave whoa. it away. That's what whoa. gave it away when you had your whoa. friend there in the background. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to give it away. Yep. Demetrius is a genuine Greek. Prove it. Do it. Do How his voice. Prove it? How do, can I prove? Do his. Do his. Do his voice. Right, Demetrius. Demetrius. I'm running over to him on the couch. Demetrius, do your genuine voice. Talkie twat. Talkie twat. Wait, I got language, Timothy. Okay, you guys, you guys oh. go and smoke a bit more weed. It's a shame, isn't it? Let's smoke some reefer. That's not the official advice of talk radio. Hey, Nigel. Oh, hi. Hi, Ian. Hey, Nigel, you sound like um, you're hiding in a cupboard. What's happening? Oh, Is your hi, girlfriend hi. in? <laughs> hi. Um, I was going to say, I, I, I know a transsexual, a tranny. Oh. We don't, well, we don't say tranny anymore. Well, trans is it? We say tra- well, trans. Trans. Trans is, I think, is kind of the, the word that oh, we use sorry. at the moment. That's right, that's, that's fine. So no, I know I, didn't I, when Mum was in hospital... Yeah. Oh, the last seven weeks in hospital, bless her heart. I I got to know um, a train in Tunbridge Wells. Oh, fantastic! And yeah, and he was dressed as a lady all the time. Yep. And I I thought I could tell that it was uh, someone who was going to have a sex change. Right. And uh, he 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 he'd had the top half done, but he was waiting to get the bottom half. Yeah, well, it's a very expensive to do it all and in one go. That, yes, he said that it, you have to wait a long time for the operation. You know, for the operation. Yeah, yeah. A long yeah. time to wait, yeah, he said. Yeah. And uh, he was looking forward to it, he said. Uh, well, you know, it's, it's, good, a, it's good. He was a lovely guy. He's on my Facebook. His name's uh, Kylie something. I don't know. Okay. I, I'll have to follow it. I'll have to try. Well, he, and here's the thing. Though, it's, it's a little bit of a head scratcher. Is that? Um, and again, this is not having, having a go. Is that you, you would you would refer to her as a her? She's a lovely yeah. woman. Of course, yeah. Once they've had the operation. Well, even before, even before, if they... Oh. If they if they, the phrase is self-identify. Yes. If they, if they say that they are a woman, then it's it's kind of polite to respect mm. that. And an actual fact, I know another one in Tunbridge now. There's oh, blimey! There, there's loads of them in Tunbridge. It's a hot spot. There's a lot of them about in the country, isn't there? Isn't it? Well, in, in Tunbridge and Tunbridge Wells, there seems to be more. That seems to be that seems to be the place to go. Well, have you been to Tunbridge a lot? And how do you know? Have you been? Because you, you, you literally just told me. I don't know if you yeah. remember that. I, I, in actual fact, I, I used to work with um, a trans. Uh, yeah, when I was drunk. Put, put an S at the end of it. It makes it easier. Trans. Trans. Trans, yeah. somebody, trans, some, trans woman. Somebody uh, trans. Somebody called woman. Linda Grant, who okay. played uh, uh, a trumpet and saxophone, a musician, sort of man's instrument, but then had to, <laughs> to change. Come on, now you're talking bollocks. A saxophone isn't a man's instrument. No, no, well, you see what I mean? You have to have a lot of breath for Yeah, it, women, women, can, women can have a lot of breath. I've been breathing oh, quite course, a lot. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Kath is a heavy blower. Have Kath you is, heard of Kath is one of the biggest mm. blowers mm. Uh, at talk radio. I'm... She can blow and blow and blow, and sometimes mm. she can suck as well. I'm a champion. Uh, Ian, have uh, you heard of it, Linda Grant? No, I've heard of Eddie Grant. 
Well, this Linda Grant was started off on Huey Green's uh, Opportunity Not. You're obsessed with, with talking about that show. No, 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 she's true. She was on it. Uh, the, the, I didn't say it wasn't true. I was, yeah. yeah. You're, you're obsessed with well, oh, that. Oh, were, were you on it? Years ago, yes, oh. 30 years ago. Yeah, and, and of course, um, uh, I did some gigs with a band and she was cabaret some night. What did you do on band. Opportunity Knox? Were you a drummer or singer? I was an organist. I always used to play with an organist. Were you a drummer? Yes, of course, yeah. But, uh, but Ian, I'm not getting over Mum very easily. Oh, hang on, a, hang on a second, hang on a second. Sorry, Sorry to interrupt. But yeah. I've just Googled Opportunity Knox drummers, right? You've yeah. not come up. But the Johnson sisters have. Let's just have a, let's have a listen to this. Mm. These aren't the Johnson sisters. Hang on. This, but Friends, this... one of the top winning acts of 1971 were four delectable dollars. I never won. Shall I be quiet, please, Nigel? Now, since mm. being with us on June look the 7th, at these, Look at these girls. This looks like an amazing out, both outfit. Both at home and abroad. Are they Variety Club trophy winners of 1971? Lend your eyes and ears and find out as the Johnson sisters from They've Wales perform mm. again. Might be the northern Yes. This is great. So there's four women in identical, identical clothing, I'm guessing mm. this sisters, playing their own instruments. One's mm. got a beautiful white Hofner yeah. bass. And some of them are playing men's instruments. <laughs> I hope the men don't find out. <laughs> and they're dancing while they're playing. Look at that. That's a beautiful bass. Look at that. I like that. I like the Johnson sisters. Did they win the show? Yeah, go on. Why not? Why not? Did they win the show? I've got you? absolutely no idea, Nigel. Oh. I've literally just Googled them. Oh, I say, but there must be millions of people on Opportunity Not. Well, thousands, anyway. Hundreds? Hundreds. There must have been a lot of shows, about, must have been 30 or 40 shows. I don't know. I don't really, I don't I'm too young to remember. Ago, no, yeah, yeah. I remember the fame game. Um, and I remember... What did Marty Kane do? She Marty Kane did, did the uh, Stars in Your Eyes, didn't she, once? No. no. No, oh. no. Didn't she do... Um, did she do revamped Opportunity Knox? she did, I remember. Mm. I thought she did another... Marty Kane, the one that got ever so thin. That, that was... Well, uh, Marty Kane, or are you thinking of Lena Zavaroni? Oh, no, no, but Marty Kane died of thinness. Did that thinness I don't disease, think she died of thinness. She died of cancer. She had cancer. Oh, it makes oh, you think. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, she did uh, New Faces. New Faces, right. yeah. Winner yeah. and presenter of New Faces. Yeah, yeah, she was good, Marty Kane. I like Marty Kane. Anyway, well, Nigel, what comes um, up? I've got a song for you. I was going to try and sing a Charlotte Church song called Somewhere. Um, do you know what? Classical one. Do you know what? I'm going to pass on the song tonight. Oh, well, what would you like me to do then? So, anything else? No, I'm just going to pass. For, uh, so I was going to talk, say that I, about Mum. Go on then, yes, yeah, um, talk about Mum. Let's I'm get still real. very upset about Mum, of course, you and always... every day I wake up and she's not there. And it's very heartbreaking still for me. Yeah, you know? it, yeah. It, it, does it, it does it get easier as you go on? It um, definitely, it definitely it, gets easier. I changed the duvet tonight for the second time. The duvet <laughs> that was pretty difficult. You know, it's hard to get into the thing, aren't they? It's, I know a way to do it. I was taught by Neris Hughes how to do the duvet. <laughs> it's true. It's Inside just, out. 
inside I, out. I did it after about half an hour. It took me. Yeah, well, it's a bit. It's a good bit of exercise for you. Yeah, so I, I, I managed to do all that. All um, right. Well, why don't you give? You could give. Um, you, why don't you, you? You could give Martin Kellner a call after one. I'm sure he'd be happy. Um, yeah, but Martin's giving the thumbs up. If you call Martin after one, have you listened yes. to Martin before? No, I haven't been on Martin's show before. Have you listened to Martin before? No, no. Oh, you should listen. After one o'clock on a Friday and a Saturday night, yes. Killer Kellner comes in. He's, be- he's beating a man up to death. Mm. Um, he does the show through right through the night. Um, I, and I, he's given me the thumbs up. He would love for you to phone up and sing a song to him. Yeah, but, yeah, but it's a bit late for the neighbours. That's what I'm thinking of. You could do it, it quietly. Well... I could do the same song quietly. Yeah, yeah, you could do it quietly down the phone. He'd like, mm. Honestly, he's, 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 apart from the man he, he battered mm. to death, he's oh, a nice, he, he deserved it, I'm being told. He's a nice guy. He's a really, really good show. Yes. Um, and I know, for everyone who listens to us, by the way, you, you didn't get through to one o'clock, or maybe you, you, you want to speak, speak to someone after one, you can phone Kellner up. I, I tried to get you on Hang on, in. Nigel, we're just, we're just, we're just oh, talking. Just don't yeah. cross him. Yeah, no, 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 don't cross him. But after one o'clock, you can still carry on phoning up. I, I, we don't mm. make that clear enough. I thought you often. couldn't ring up more than once an evening. Oh, you can ring up different shows. You can ring up Martin shows. five times. We'll, wait, we'll let Martin make up his own rules on how many yeah. times yeah. he tells you to stop phoning him. But after one o'clock, Nigel, give him a call, because I'll be listening on my way home. Oh, OK, fine. And I want to yeah, hear I'll, what you sound like on the radio. Then, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll try Martin's show. I'll All right. get it on the internet as well. All right, Nigel, nice yeah. one, mate. Nice one, yeah. Cheers, bye bye. Thanks very much. There we go. That's that sorted. There we go. Martin's giving me the thumbs up now. Uh, I don't think he will about ten minutes past one. Uh, <laughs> but I did, we don't say that enough, and we should say that. Sorry, and I, I dawned on me the other day when I was listening to Martin on the way home. Um, you, you can you can call his show and Paul Ross's show, um, but you can call Martin after after us at one o'clock tonight on a Friday, or after the best of us. On a Saturday, I guess there is a best. There is, the best I made it. Yeah. Yes, um, you can call him up, and um, he's more than happy to take your phone calls. He's got loads of guests and stuff like that. He's got plenty of room. Trust me, he's got plenty of room for calls. I've listened to the end, um, and it's the same number and you, same thing. You'll get called back, and it, it's all groovy, man. So um, you should start. You should start doing that. Um, this is the late night alternative. Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work on Talk Radio. Tonight's show is dedicated to everyone who's lost someone to thinness. Oh three four four. <laughs> but I mean, literally lost them. You just can't find them. So to... <laughs> Fell down a crack. Oh three four four. <laughs> oh Nigel, Nigel, Nigel. Oh my God! I so hope. Right, I hope he does call. Martin after one because I'll be listening on my way home right? <laughs> and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to piss myself also I think Martin deserves it <laughs> he uh, deserves there it there were some lovely lovely comments while we were talking to him uh, <laughs> what's Scott saying <laughs> Nigel from Maidstone walking through a minefield of gender identity etiquette with all the care of a hurricane down a highway <laughs> I met a tram man God. And a Rebe- tranny? Be- Bex, but I've certainly triggered some nice tran memories for him. <laughs> I, I, I mean, he'd have a great time with Bex if we put those two together. Oh, I think. Bex, I wouldn't wish that on you. Um, can't uh, attempt it. Anyway. No. No. Um, so anyway, what I'm saying is you call us now, but the phones, phones don't have to stop at one o'clock. You can call after one o'clock. Speak to the man. Yeah. Uh, speak to the man. He'll probably be nicer to you than... Than he was to that fella. Um, All that over a pickled egg. Oh, three... (laughs) I'll give it up now. Oh, three, 
Four four. We'll get Martin in just before one to let us well, know. Um... We've got we've got we've got material. Oh, flipping it! We got um, chat. It's fate. I forgot about that. No. We've not just got that because I didn't realise it. I thought we might be due, but I never know because I'm not psychic like some of the people within its pages. <laughs> so yesterday, uh, no day before. Yeah, yesterday I was in Tesco and I looked in the section that I haven't looked in for ages. Um, uh, entitled magazines my grandma would have read. Uh, I've got the original real life mag chat. Yeah. I was drawn to headlines such as I bring my dolls on dates. Did a broken nail make her a killer? Will my baby girl have two brains? Sounds so we've got like that. That's, that's chat. chat. I think it may be from so the this same isn't chat. This isn't his fate. This no, is that's, his chat. that's real life chat. And then there's one called That's Life! Exclamation mark. Pregnant with twins by different dads. Uh, my Sophie was paralysed by a cuppa. A cuppa? Yeah. Mum left my baby in a cage to die and that wasn't the worst of it. Here's another one. But we can save that for another day because I think Chat It's Fate is the Friday uh, treat that everyone's been looking forward to. So this is Chat It's Fate is psychics. Yeah, paranormal uh, stories. For example, I lost six stone with witchcraft. Let's just try and die and exercise. Death's messengers brought me back to life. That's a brilliant. That's uh, nice. Make runes and see your future. We could do that. Make runes and see our future. Driven from our home by a poltergeist. It watched us sleep. And my dreams keep me safe. But not everyone. Burnt alive because of my powers. Condemned to die. Heal yourself with mother magic. And that is just the front page. <laughs> there's there's 60, 62 pages of this stuff. Ooh. And it's beautiful. Ooh. Uh, hang on got? a minute. I've got to make sure this isn't doesn't take a horrendous... Um, okay, can I, read, can I read a bit of this? Well, okay, I haven't read it yet. You read it, maybe. They're, they're, that was going to be my favourite. Le, well, let me do that in a second. We've got a couple of calls. Let's do this. Let's go to the calls yeah. first. Reading your magazine before I've read it. I mean, well, I was going to read it out loud, so you, I'd read it to you. Okay. Uh, but let's speak to Christian first. Good evening, Christian. Good evening. Hello there. I'm good. How are you? Didn't, didn't, didn't ask. ask. I'm, just, I'm just letting you know. Well, I, We're not I'm interested. Just... I'm, a, I'm a bit interested. <laughs> are you? Mm. Oh. Oh. I'm always well, do you, because you're. This is a genuine question, right? Because uh, your name is Christian. Uh, do does that make you more interested or less interested about the Christian faith than a normal person with a normal name? Oh, um, I wish I could answer that. It's my middle name. It's my middle name, but it's my it's my on air name. Scumbags. Ah, yeah. So what you're asking him is like your cat Lucky. Yeah. Does he feel obliged? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Is there a pressure? Yeah, well, actually, you know, I'm happy to be a spokesperson for the, for the Christian faith if you, if you want me to Yes, be. I, would like, I would like that. So you are, you, are you a Christian, Christian? Catholic, oh. but not really a, a practising Catholic, so to speak. Like, I, I wouldn't go... So you're church. not a Christian, Christian. You're kind of Christian-ish. Christian-ish, yeah. I, I went... I went <laughs> no, that's Christian. I went, yeah, I'm a bit of a Christian, yeah. OK. Um, I went through all of the, the processes. Funny enough, because I, th- I think it was when I was younger, it was all to do with the whole, oh, you know, you'll get into a Catholic school. Yeah. Uh, your, your, your devout Catholic Italian grandmother would, would like you to. So yeah. it was like, right, go get the bread, go but get the wine. I was like, this is great. Didn't they mention, um, and maybe heaven? Well, I'm still waiting on that promise to, to come through, but yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Maybe in, I don't know, how many years? I would say let me know, but I'm definitely not going there. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I don't think I will either, to be honest. So I'd like to check out the other place. It seems more interesting. Yeah, there are people it, down there. Doesn't it? Yes, man. It's going to be... Surely hell. 
Well, no, it's torture, isn't it? Actually, I'll tell you what, I want to go wherever Mike It's McGee the absence of God, actually. Oh. I want to go wherever Mike, Mike McCartney McGee is going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll hear him. Uh, I, I feel like I'd have some good company wasn't in that. It, wasn't he brilliant? Joyous. I literally I sat in the car listening to that Perfect. for so long. And, uh, yeah, funny enough, that was kind of why I was ringing. I just wanted to say thank you so much for doing all of those oh. segments on on various people who, who I, personally, for someone who's 25, would never have thought about um, oh, wicked! There you go. Ever like because because there's so many people who I've kind of gone and listened to um, just before Christmas. There was Dave Hill, um, and it's like, wow, there's some cool people out there. Oh, who, thank you, man. Yeah. That that means lots. We had a couple of people saying they didn't like the guests, and obviously there are more people saying they like it and don't. And it knocked me a bit. But uh, we're just trying to bring really interesting, creative people that might have slipped past you that we think are worth. Checking out, you know, even if you oh, don't yeah. dig them, they're worth checking out. So you're going, ah, it's not really my cup of well, tea. It's easy. It's pick, yeah, pick and choose, pick and choose. Cause, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, I won't listen to all of the, the bonus ones just because it'll just be a, a time thing. But, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. no, I mean, I the mate, oh my God, he had so many good stories. On that. And, and you know what? I think already... we just, we tip of the iceberg with that guy. Yeah. There's more, way more. I mean, but I was just, I just keep thinking about him tapping Jimi Hendrix on the knee to cue him in. <laughs> How many other people can say they've done that? That's insane. Touch of genius from, from, from him. Oh, nice one, Christian. Well, thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it, and thank you for letting us know. That means a lot. Uh, that's no problem. And, and my, my parting gift to you will be um, something that happened to me tonight. Yeah. Um, in fact, this is quite serious. A man came up to me in the street and said, he listened to your show. And then, I mean, I probably should go to the police because he, he pulled out his hand oh. and in his hand, he, he came towards me with it and went, tickle, 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 tickle. <laughs> a stealth tickle. It's stealth. They're the worst kind. Christian, if anyone offers you Excuse a tickle. Me, did that one not work? That one didn't work. You've got to go a little bit more. This is how you do it. Sam, come and help okay. me out here, buddy. Catherine, help me. This oh, is what no. you do. Oh, no. come, come in. So we're all not stood really around you, Christian. <laughs> you ready? Do we, first of all, do we have your permission to do this? Um, I'll speak to my Catholic friend. Come on, Sam. Sam's the best in it. Sam is the best. You're touching my beard. Please leave me. You love it, Christian. Thank you very much for your call, you little tickle monster. He loved it. Um, I like that. Andrew. Hello. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Kath. Hello, Andrew. Um, that, <laughs> hello. Um, that chat is fake on his magazine. That's like the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, That's amazing. It's yeah. just the best. Yep, yep, yep. My idea. I'll get a copy of the Inquirer from here because I, I can get the, the Inquirer that does all those sort of same stories. Yes, man. That was pretty cool. It's great, isn't it, nice. that you can print any old crap. <laughs> any old crap. And just print it and people go, yeah, yeah, that's all what, right. you mean this woman who claims she lost six stones through witchcraft is, is lying? <laughs> yeah, and, and working out your future through wounds, is that what I heard you say? <laughs> what? Runes, not wounds. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, the bad line. <laughs> OK. Um, I heard, I was catching up on last week's show, it was earlier on in the week, um, I heard you talking about Daryl, the film Daryl. Did you manage to get a copy of it? Because I've, Got a copy that my uh, my the, dad worked on it years, years ago. Daryl, Daryl, well, the, the robot kid. Oh, were we talking yeah, about? Briefly, we did, yeah. we did mention it. Um, I forgot to as soon as that conversation was ended. Andrew, I, I, I dropped it. What was your what did, what was your dad? What did your dad do on it? Uh, he was production, either production manager or production supervisor. I can't remember which. Oh. And he also did um, Braveheart, which you also mentioned on the on the same show. So, hey, uh, flipping it! So, yeah, is your I've dad, got, st- is your dad still with us? 
Uh, no, no, he, he he left us back in 2004. No, well, then maybe, uh, maybe. Gone, uh, uh, yeah, well, I'm sorry to hear that, but maybe that was... We've got Chad's fate here. I mean, certainly enough... that What we've just said there, <laughs> certainly enough to get three-page spread in there. But maybe <laughs> that was those two movies mentioned in the same... Two very disparate movies mentioned in the same show. Maybe that's your dad just trying to say... Maybe. You know, maybe. take those videos back to Blockbusters or something. I don't know. <laughs> I could give it a try. But, uh, well, yeah. well I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I hope I'm glad. I hope we brought some nice memories of your dad back. I hope. That, oh yeah, that absolutely. Yeah, they're, they're good films. Um, and also, all the stuff you've been saying about Ross um, tonight. I'm off to see the the Matt Goss show in uh, in Vegas on the Strip. Oh. Um, I've seen it once before. It's absolutely brilliant. So I know Ian. I know you're not a fan of Vegas, but uh, if you ever get a chance to see his his one man show, it's absolutely. And what does brilliant. he do? Like Frank Sinatra tunes. Yeah, it's kind of like um, lounge singer style. So he does a couple of. He does his When Will I Be Famous and something else, but he also does so, like the Frank Sinatra style singing in a lounge with sort of dancing and stuff. It's, does, it's he amazing do, show. does he do When Will I Be Famous in a swing style Yeah, it's a, it's a bit more swing than, than the version. I, um, I've got the CD of it. It's, it's pretty good. It's it's not like the, the pop, the 80s pop version, electro pop. It's, it's a swing well, one. That it's one's really Matt, good. isn't it? Matt yeah. Goss, When Will that one. I that one. Be Famous <laughs> Swing. All right. Oh, here we go, here we go, here we go, let's, let's hear it. Oh. Well, there we go. <laughs> yes, you're suitably one with your body in the sun. Oh, this is great. Yes, you are. You've wrecked hearts and you've taught yourself a daughter. Be the best Yes, you are You're rehearsing for the part Every word is from your heart Will you be a star? You keep asking the question When you're not supposed to Okay, got the idea. I like that. Uh, here's here's what we're doing. One of, us, one of us is dressing up as uh, Denim Bros. One of us is dressing up as Vegas Bros. That's what we're doing. That's nice. what we're doing. That's what oh, we're cool. doing. Well, I'm meeting his uh, manager, I think, just beforehand. So I'll see if I can blag you one of his CDs. No. Blag CDs. CDs. Here's, what, here's what we want, right? Here's what we want. We want a video message from Matt Goss for everybody at the Rabbit Hole Picture Show who's about to watch the documentary. Yeah, That's what okay. we want. Can you do it? All right. I, I will, I'll have a chat. I'll see what I can do. But... Uh, yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you do it, if you did it, it's, I know it's a long shot. If you did it, we'd love you forever. You got free tickets for the rest of your life to any of our shows. If you don't do it, oh, you're de- if you don't okay. do it, you're now, dead to us. If talking. you don't do it, you're the, dead to us. Never call us again. The, you're a scumbag. Andrew, who? Is that going include the flight over? No. Right. Goodbye, oh, Andrew. Thanks for you. Get that for oh, nothing oh. anyway, you chancer. Absolute scumbag of a human being. When will I? Will I, I be famous? I can't. I can answer that. When will I see my picture in the papers? No, wait, I think we got the idea. You get the idea. Uh, this is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Right, so, so what chat it's fate? Are we doing I Lost Weight through... Witchcraft. Well, let's have a look. Let's see what we've got. I've not looked at it properly yet, so... Uh... Let's have a look. 
Okay. I mean, there's some. You know, we're on air now. Yeah, yeah? you got that. You know, we're on air now. My favourite, um, my favourite correspondent that you can write to in there is uh, Roy Deloon. Sorry, <laughs> Roy Deloon. He does the dreams. Does he? Roy De- I'm Roy Deloon. I do the dreams. He's, he's, he spells it. He looks like sort of uh, goth with. Um, he looks. Um, uh, oh, I tell you who he, uh, he looks like. Hang on a second. What's that Limmy sketch? Um, uh, he looks exactly like. Let me find a picture. The what, the one that's supposed to be the Tudor and Adventure Man. Yeah. What is it? Uh, can't remember. Uh, 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 um, oh, what what's it called? Flipping it. Uh, the Adventure Corner. <laughs> he looks. <laughs> Uh, oh, hang on. Let me find it. Hang on. Hang on a minute, guys. This is a, this is my mate Kath. But um... uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my yes. It looks exactly like an adventure call. What's he called? Adventure call. I can't remember the guy's name. I can't remember the name he plays. Uh, hello, traveller. It's a uh, um, Falkenhoof. Falkenhoof. That's who he is. Falkenhoof. I couldn't remember the name. He looks exactly like Falkenhoof. I dreamt that I was walking my dog. Dear Roy, I dreamt that I was walking my dog, and we went to an old, unused swimming pool, still it. full of water. My dog jumped into the pool to bring up some pebbles, but when I walked over, he was sitting on the other side of the pool, watching at me and actually laughing at me. Watching at me. Watching me and actually said, laughing you said at me. Watching at me. You, he you said, had, "You've done that to make them sound idiotic." So you, well, he said, "Ha ha 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 ha!" I've just taken the Mickey out of you again, and that comes from Valvani, age fifty-two, from Edinburgh. Valvani. What does Roy say? I'll tell you, dear Val. <clears throat> there are some old emotional issues you're subconsciously focusing on. Can you think of a situation where you trusted somebody but were let down by them and ended up feeling crestfallen, embarrassed, yeah. or worse as a result? Yes, and so can I, and I've dreamt of a laughing dog. It's life. This is what's happening in your dream. Once you've worked out what this is about and why it's bothering you now, you'll be able to deal with the emotions. I mean, he's so wise. Yeah. All right, I'll tell you the story of um, losing weight through witchcraft, okay, shall I? please do. Can I have some special music? I'm playing it. The sun beat down as I lay on a sun lounger. lounger. Oh, I've started it wrong. That's because you're not a professional. I'd have done this in one take. You're just saying. The sun beat down as I lay on a sun lounger. Yes, mate. A sarong covering my size 22 bikini. It was June 2018, and I was on holiday in Mallorca with my family. Do you want to come swimming in the pool with us, Mummy? My eight-year-old daughter, Tove, asked eagerly. Tove. Okay. No thanks, darling, I replied brightly. Oh, no thanks, darling, I replied brightly. A swim in the kiddie pool would exhaust me, I thought. At 17 stone 10 pounds, I was overweight, unfit and uncomfortable. That's that's big, but that's, you know, that's that's, that's, that's so beautiful. I'd had four children in eight years and put on weight with each pregnancy. One every two years that works out, but she may have had twins at some point. We 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 don't know the full stats. After giving birth to my last child, Ludo, now 18 months, um, I was a generous size 22. Her children, Ludo, Cluedo, Monopoly and Mousetrap. <laughs> Mousetrap's a boy's name. I'd spent the whole holiday worrying about falling out of my bathing I'll, costume. I'll trap your mouse. <laughs> by, using a, um, by using a diver what? to trap a mouse. So it's a diver, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Diver. I'd spent the whole holiday worrying about falling out of my bathing costume, feeling hot and uncomfortable in the baking heat. Oh, listen, Biggie's beautiful. We love it. BBW. I mean, she wasn't happy. Well, that's okay. Then that's that's an issue then. But just saying, BBW. 
exactly. As soon as I get home, I'm going to do something about my weight, I vowed. All right, Kath, well, let's just talk about that later. Let's just do this story first. The moment I said the words out Classic. loud, I felt better. You see, I already knew what I had to do. I, well, as soon as I get home, before I, as soon as I finish this show, I'm going for a pee. Yeah, and I'm not going to eat two is, chocolate bars when I get home. My bladder is late. full. I had a secret weapon in the war against my weight. Do you know what it was? Runes. Witchcraft! Oh, that's cheating. Shouldn't uh, be allowed. Over 20 years ago, I picked up a book on witchcraft in a shop and I began reading. It struck a chord with me and that's when my life as a witch began. Uh, excuse me? Spellcasting. Since then, I've cast successful spells. Successful spells. spells. Successful spells. Successful spells. Sexful spells. Successful. Since then, I've cast sexful spells many times. You're supposed to be. This is true. The best time to cast a spell. Do you know when it is? When you're your busiest. It's at the point of orgasm. The point of orgasm, honestly, because your brain is focused and you're creating a unique energy that you can actually see. Um, in some women and th- with most men, you're creating you're the most focus, and that's when you, you go, um, and, and and put a hex on him. Oh yes, <laughs> that and that will that will work. That will okay. actually work. That will All actually right. work. Trust me. And, and I, I can't I cannot go into detail, but trust me, trust me. Let's, let's just say, let's just say. Remember Matthew Wright used to have a TV show, and then it all ended. What? Hang on. That's you, all I'm saying. You were thinking of Matthew Wright on the point of orgasm. Yep. 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 Well. I do quite often anyway. I thought I was well, two birds, one stone. What, like Margaret Thatcher naked, that one? Yeah, that's the fella. No. No, it was. it's just a nice image. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Nice image, but he wronged me. So um, I hexed him. Since then, I've cast successful <laughs> spells to help people find jobs, houses and love. In 2005, I used it to find my husband, Sean, now 43. Oh, where was he? Well, you'll find out in a minute if you pipe down. OK. Single and alone, I wanted a life partner, so I cast a simple, a simple candle love spell for horny, myself. Horny now to do a candle, a horny candle spell. Um, it's like a, it's like the Hopi ear candle, except you, you don't, don't put it in it your in ear. You got to have it lit, and you you kind of turn your your downstairs department into a candelabra. Well, let's find out how Inbal Hogneyman, forty four from <laughs> Huddersfield, West Yorkshire, did it. Easier for women. Well, women easier for women, but men can still use this procedure. You, and it, it, you can either insert a full candle in the in the back door, or a little birthday cake candle in your penis. <laughs> Has he got a little um, golf yes. tea on it? Yes, it right. does. Yes, it does. <laughs> but say, if you don't have that, that could be. But don't get those ones that um, fizz. You know. <laughs> I've got one that plays a tune and opens. You okay. don't want that either. No, no, no. no. Don't get the ones that you can't blow out. Anyway. <laughs> the sparkler. The ones that you blow out and it comes back alight again. Oh. How do they do? That's witchcraft, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, thank you. I lit a pink candle, rubbed it with jasmine oil. Oh. Is, and, now, is she? No, wait. Is she growing sage in a fanny <laughs> like, like yesterday? It's parsley. And imagine meeting a handsome red-haired man with fair skin. Just my type. Yep. Mm. A few days later, I was scrolling through an internet dating website when I came across Sean's profile. So hang on. She imagined a ginger man and then went looking for one on Tinder. Mm. You're going to find one. Okay. <laughs> Spoiler. Okay. He's nice, I thought to myself. Me too. We got chatting online and arranged to meet up. At our first date in a Thai restaurant, it was obvious there was a spark between it. Yeah, it was that candle. <laughs> I had to be honest with him, so I took a deep breath. I've got something to tell you, Sean. I'm batshit crazy. 
I do spells and stuff. No, seriously, I am completely loco. Still interested? <laughs> I've got something to tell you, Sean. I said, I'm a witch. He looked surprised, but he didn't throw down his chopsticks and rush off. We talked about it, and to my relief, Sean wasn't put off. He was not the spiritual type, although he didn't have any issues with my beliefs, because he fancied me. <laughs> Does he actually no. say that? <laughs> no, but, you know, I think good, if you, you know... That's a good one. The things that men will do to... Um, Yep. Uh, we had a lot in common. I'm good. Funny you're a witch because I've got I've got a magic wand that I can make disappear. <laughs> can you make this disappear? <laughs> I did that joke. Be- I, did, I, just, I literally just did that joke better, and then you no, did the same joke. You spell it out. I, I you was, did the same joke, but I, a little think, bit worse. I think I'm subtle, more subtle than you. No, you're not. You're not because no, you'd have you have to just go. Oh yeah, you, d- dick. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't just go. Oh yeah, dick. <laughs> I went, not everyone would have known I was talking about a penis. Yes, they did. No, no. Mine was a very, very subtle, very cleverly crafted you gag. You are ruining this story. Carry on and with, there are people no, trying to lose weight out there. She's ruining. Matt, 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 who is ruining the story? Me or Catherine or the woman that wrote it? Uh, mainly the woman that wrote it. Thank you. <laughs> Did, well, listen, when I said I've got a magic wand and I can make it disappear. <laughs> It, that did you know I was talking about a penis? No, not at all. You were talking about Harry Potter. Surely. Thank you. Well, God, don't bring him into wasn't this. About, wasn't te- definitely was not talking about children when I was doing <laughs> that. <laughs> what, what would you like to say, Matt? Because we're, well, we're a bit busy. You dirty old man. You little dirty old man. Yeah, Arnold. What do you mean, dirty old man? <laughs> I can do both of them better than um, anybody. You're very good, actually. Yeah, very good. Um, the second thing was. Oh. Um, <laughs> I've forgotten, and the third thing was I just want to have a little, a little tiny, tiny. If you've forgotten the second, if you've forgotten the second thing, then doesn't the third thing automatically be- become get bumped up and become the second thing? It and becomes then... the second thing, yeah. So this is now the second thing. Okay, uh, it's a little whinge, which I, I, I I'm slightly reluctant. No, do it, do it, but then I will hunt you down and I will kill you. Yeah, I know you will. I know this is why I was reticent to call in, but <laughs> and yet you still on, persist. You were talking about some wedding photography. Oh. <laughs> Oh, were I you know. the guy that sent the stroppy tweet? Yeah. Come on, man. I told you he meant that tweet, because <laughs> I went, does this guy actually mean it? And Kath went, yeah, no. I and I went, I thought, no. no, he does. He means it. He's got beef. The, the photographer's got beef with us. Go oh, on. It's, it's not so much beef as kind of a, a more sort of a beef-flavoured tofu. <laughs> um, <laughs> Go on. Option of beef. It's just that um, Go on. I... After several many years of slaving away in an office, have kind of devoted myself to trying yep. to become a photographer yep. as my living, and wedding photography being uh, the kind of the predominant part Great of that. Scam. I get this all the time at weddings. Yep. People come up to me while I'm actually taking pictures yeah. and going, "Why are you even here? I've got oh. an iPhone." Oh, that's, hang on, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. That's, that is that is rude. If someone came, you you tell me if they do that at my next wedding. And uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna punch him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just rude, and there is this general perception, and it, it's got to the point now where oh. I'm, I've been, I've been battling away trying to make this work, and it isn't really, oh. it isn't really getting there for me. Oh, I've hang actually, on. In I the see... last few days, I've actually seriously considered becoming an Uber driver. All right. Well, listen. There's a couple of things here we can address. Firstly, genuinely apologies if I offended you and caused you any distress. No, it wasn't that. It secondly, was just, it was like, secondly, secondly, don't blame the failure of your business on the success of my career. <laughs> All right. That's what I'm, that's what I'm going to say. Exactly why I just want to call <laughs> I'm, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. You know the act, and you know the show, and I'm. I'm 
and I, I yeah. genuinely I apologise. And what can we do to make? Uh, what can we do to help then? Oh, nothing, man. I, I don't want to plug myself on your show. Plug it. I want you to. I want you to. I want you to. I I insist. Uh, you, you may not get any update, but is it really that bad that it's just not? It's just not happening. It's just. Um, I mean, I'm getting. I'm getting bookings, but I'm having to be. I'm being beaten down on price all the time, so that it's becoming basically. I'm doing everything at cost, and I'm not making any. Have any. They, have they got to buy you a dinner? Because we had to buy our house and his assistant a dinner. I get I get given food at some of the weddings, although even at some weddings, when I'm there for twelve hours, take, I'm, take a pack I'm lunch. told that I'm not allowed to eat. Take a no, because those meals cost like seventy quid a head. Take, oh, more than no, take, no, no, a, take a pack I'm lunch. Even, I'm not allowed to go into the kitchen and have like a have, have the slops. You know? Oh, <laughs> like go and sit in your car and eat a sandwich. Yeah, go. Um, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, it's just the way it is, and it's, just, no. it's, the, it's the industry. But it, it, it's just frustrating when you hear, okay. not you guys, but the people that no. were calling in and saying... Yeah, those are the scumbags. I don't, you know, I, I got my bin man to take the... To take yeah, the, and they were rubbish. <laughs> don't forget that bit. Here's the thing. Everyone, everyone, Matt, except for you, that calls in is a scumbag, and I have nothing but disdain for him. Seriously, <laughs> we're idiots. Um, you're me, a skilled artist. Me. No, you're a skilled artist. Um, hey, well, you know, hey, listen, I, honestly, I do think my wedding photos were a bit of a scam, if I'm completely honest i thought they're very disappointed the thing this is another, that's another thing is that there are a lot, there are a lot of people out there that, that do put themselves about as being photographers when they don't have an eye for it and they don't know what they're oh, doing it, it, yeah and, and and i genuinely i got better photos of my of my brother-in-law but hey yeah, my marriage is over now so who cares well there you go but, <laughs> but, no, but, so that that was my genuine experience that wasn't a comic rant and then maybe we, we extrapolated and we exaggerated a little bit for well, comic effects get married which i'm sure won't be very long maybe just Drop me a line, and okay. um, I'll, I'll give you mates rates. The, um, <laughs> I, uh, do you know what? My friend's got an iPhone, so I won't bother. But <laughs> no, but no, but but I, I have seen your work because I know you. Was it Manchester you came and saw us? It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I've, I've seen your pictures. It, it kind of like that kind of opened me up into doing some more. I've done oh. some more kind of event stuff since then. Or it's really badly paid, but of course it is. It, it's no, well, no one's no one's making no one's making money at events anymore. No, 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 exactly. Yeah, but but I, I no, I've I have stuff. seen your work, Matt, and I know that you are very talented. I know you've got Thank the you eye. You've got no, time. genuinely. This isn't me bullshining. You have got the gift. Um, go on. I'm going to do it. What is your What is your website? Oh man, that's really kind of you. I mean, I really I feel embarrassed. Don't, don't be, it, we shouldn't. This is a British thing. Feeling embarrassed trying to sell yourself and get don't work. Don't be. I know exactly. It's probably why I'm not making but any you, money because I'm not. You know, it's only, it's only you know. Okay, you know, well, my listeners won't be able to afford you know <laughs> photographer. But go on. What's your website? It's MatthewLawsonPhoto.co.uk. Lawson L A W S O N. Yeah. MatthewLawsonPhoto.co.uk. That is it. Yes, thank you Matthew very much. Matthew Lawson, photo.co.uk. No, that, that'll have the same effect as the Paul McCartney vegan Monday. <laughs> Shut up, man. This is this is it. I'm going to do it. If here we go, here we go. Hang on, a minute. Uh, hang on a minute. Let me get. Let me. And we're going to do this. We're going to do an ad for you. Hang on. Right, here's <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Let's. Um, yeah, here we go. I know what. That's the vibe we want. Um, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is it. Here we go. That's too too slow. Oh no, that sounds like pervy photos. <laughs> Was it Matthew oh, Lawson? I'm not, I'm not proud. Here we go. Here we go. If you're getting married to a lady or a man, you're gonna need some photographs taken by someone who can operate a camera, set up a tripod. 
Gather people together. Get them standing in a straight line. Straight line you want. Matthew Lawson for Todd.co.uk. Matthew Lawson for Todd.co.uk. You'll take your wedding photos if you're straight or gay. Matthew Lawson Photo.co.uk. Call today. There you go, man. Um, well, don't, don't, you have to get to the website. You have to go and look. Hope that helps, man. I want 10% of everything you make, and that's going to be a lot of money because you're going to be a yeah, rich I'll send guy. Yeah, All right, Matt. Hey, listen. Sorry again, man. Thanks for calling. Yeah, man. That's cool. That, that's really kind of you. Thanks, man. Absolute pleasure. Cool. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah. Um, just well, well played for calling up. You got beef, and that's the thing. If you got beef with something, we say Talk to him up. about it. Don't fester on it. No, don't. don't you know, he, he did send a slightly snidey tweet, but I get it. We slagged off his business that, that he's, you know, thinking of jacking in because he's not making. If we say something you don't like, phone up, and we'll either we'll either double down and defend our point, or we'll consider what has been said and go, oh yeah, do you know what? Maybe we did go a bit far. We'll take a break. We'll get the end of this story. Well, then we'll have Matthew Kellner. This is this is all kind of just working out, isn't it? Yeah. Is it by magic? Oh, okay, mate. Thanks very much. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Hang on. Can't stop the jazz. <laughs> guys, That's the problem once you start. Guys, if you want to laugh, Google Paul McCartney gravel. <laughs> it's a bit of gravel that looks like Paul McCartney. And now funny. Really, really funny. So go and Google Paul McCartney gravel. Anyway, right, we've got like a minute because you know Kellner will come in early and start huffing and puffing. Where's the, where's the studio? Not the no. way I want it. It's my turn to talk up the show. I want the last ten minutes of this guy's show. So, so you need you need to you need to hurry up. I'm going to get you some uh, some music. Hang on a minute. Let's get uh, um, let me get some spiritual music. All right, let's go. Let's do it. All right, blah blah blah. She gets together with Sean. And then in the spare room, she cast some first magic spell to help her lose weight. Role model. It wasn't about how I looked, how I'd felt on that holiday in Mallorca. It was important to me that I was a good role model to my kids. I was encouraging... I don't know if magic is actually a good role model to be setting to children, if I'm honest, unless you're Paul Daniels. I was encouraging my three eldest children, Tove, eight, Vigo, six... And, and Connect, four. Zevi, Zevi, three... To be sporty, but not exercising myself. What kind of example did that set? Mm. I had to take action, and I knew that magic could help. Um, or sport. My first ritual was a simple health spell. Blue represents health, so I took a blue candle and I rubbed it with lavender oil to increase health and calm. And then I stuck it very firmly. <laughs> I lit a candle door. and an incense stick. I light a candle to my bum. <laughs> I placed a crystal by the burner to focus the energy. And as I did so, I focused my thoughts on being healthy and chanted, I can stick to my goals. I am healthy. I can stick to my goals. I am healthy. Let's all try that, guys. Let's all try that home now. I can stick to my goals. I am healthy. I can stick to my goals. I am healthy. I am... I can say... That's not a spell. That's just an affirmation. Yeah. To finish the ritual, I tied a blue cord around the items to capture my resolve to live a new healthy lifestyle. And then I let the candle and incense burn out. really be telling people how to do spells in in chat is fake. That's irresponsible. No, exactly. A couple of days went by. Then a thought struck me. Why don't I take up running? Right, so hang on a minute. She used magic and Tinder to find someone, and then she used magic and running to lose weight. I'm seeing a pattern here. This, this is outrageous behaviour. So I pulled on my sweatpants, headed down to the local park, and I started jogging. 
After 40 seconds, I stopped gasping for breath. This isn't easy, I noted. Do, but a, I, do a bloody spell to get breath. <laughs> but I kept going, collapsing on the breath sofa spell. half an hour later, completely utterly exhausted. The next day, I put on my trainers and did it again. Before I knew it, I was running four times a week, and that's how I lost four at uh, six stone. Through exercise. So there's no, there's no, there's spells. Rubbing of candles. The spell. I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight. And then two days I said, I might, I might do some exercise. (laughs) You ever? You're a man that's travelled the world. You've done things. You've seen things that we can only imagine. Only imagine. You ever done spells, magic? You ever been involved in that scene? No, not at all. Missing Uh, out. Yeah, maybe you're probably right there. No, I'm not doing anything like that at all. But I do love magic. Like, like magic, card tricks and stuff. Card tricks, all that. And I'm totally credulous. You, you know... It, yeah, I'm a big fan. When, when I see... We've got, we got a friend of mine... A friend of mine, Pete Heat, comes in. He's a brilliant man. And um, I've become like a 12-year-old kid again. And I'm just sat there like going, this is incredible. And I have absolutely... I, I have no interest in knowing how it's done. A few of the tricks he said, do you want me to show you how it's done? No! I don't want to know. I want to buy into this whole thing yes. that you really can read what my mind and all of that stuff. I love it. No, it's all nonsense, obviously, but it's great fun. It's, it's great good. Fun. My uh, kids got into to magic, and they, they can do a few... Um, few little tricks now and it's not they've got beyond the stage of doing that thing of go they go right look at this right just close your eyes for a second they can actually do a couple of little tricks oh. now properly where they don't turn around or ask you to close your eyes so um it's all can good I, can i tell you a joke jokes make me very uncomfortable well it's not an actual you know there was these two guys went okay into a pub. Go on, then. it's just something from a quote from a, a movie which i was watching on netflix oh, which yeah. i quite enjoyed yeah, 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 um but there's loads of films on netflix at the moment where there's just a couple of old people in it there's a kosminski yeah. method which is yeah, yeah. Uh, michael douglas and uh, the other guy there's one with chevy chase uh, that's what i was watching was it any good because i'd watched the first 10 minutes and i just thought well, i don't know if i can be bothered is it any good it's not bad it's not brilliant but there's one or two good lines in it oh, okay they're talking they're in the old people's home and there's oh, everything's about old people these yeah. days. they're in this old people's home and one of them's explaining Cialis or Cialis Cialis Cialis, Cialis yes, it's, it's like posh Viagra. Viagra. Yeah, yeah. yes anyway so he's explaining and he said I'm like that yeah. and he explains just how hard it makes him yeah. and, uh, the, and these guys are like in their 80s and he says that's brilliant do you um, you know do you, do you actually orgasm do you, do you come yeah he says, mm. Do you count dust? It's just <laughs> struck me as a brilliant line. Yeah, I thought yeah. I'd share that with you. Yeah, thank you very much for lowering the tone of our very high class. Yeah, well, I, th- I wonder, where can I tell that joke where it's, you know, where not the tone's on your show. already been... <laughs> not on mine. Now, no. listen, we are encouraging... Fingers crossed Nigel phones you up. He's a great performer, a very talented performer. Brilliant. I don't know what I'm saying that. He doesn't listen. But he might call. But we are... We, and we should make more of this. The, the phone lines don't stop at one o'clock. No. You're more than happy to talk to these lo- uh, to the callers. To, to the yeah, no, I'm absolutely happy. Okay. Absolutely happy. <laughs> Same phone number. Who have you got? Is it Mark you've got with you tonight? Mark's with so me Mark tonight. will answer the phone he calls. You take your name and number and give you a call back all yeah. through the night. You're feeling lonely. You're feeling drunk. You're feeling happy. You're feeling aggressive. Not too drunk. There, if you're feeling very, very drunk, <laughs> you're high on drugs. <laughs> yeah. I just want to hear it. Uh, you can call it after one o'clock. Yeah, you start can. calling now if you want. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. Anyway, we've got a minute. What is yes, on your show tonight, Mr. Well, interestingly, I'm talking about magic. There's uh, an exhibition on uh, somewhere or other, the, oh, the London University something or other. Yes. And they're, um, they're going back to the 1549 when it all started. And, the, wow. the, you know, all these tricks like sawing a woman in half, yeah. which if anybody does that... Uh, just a warning, uh, not lengthways. But anyway... Um, <laughs> you saw- found out the hard way. <laughs> yeah. Sawing a woman in half is a really old trick, you know, yeah, and it's yeah. been passed down generation, generation, generation. They've got uh, all the... They've got 
stuff from the wow, 1500s. Fantastic. So I'm talking to the woman. Oh, brilliant. brilliant. Love, love all that stuff. But, yeah, I love magic. Yeah. So, yeah. I, um, I'm a big fan of David Copperfield. I, you know, the big, I like the small stuff, but I like the big stuff. And there's a great, we've only got 10 seconds, but there's a great clip on YouTube of him sawing himself in half. Wow. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, listen, Martin Kellner's on after one. Thank you, Sam, for this week. Thank you, Catherine, as always. We'll be back on Monday night. Yes, we will. Um, but do pick up the phone. You can give us a call. Give Martin a call now. 0344 499 1000. This, dear listener, is Talk Radio.